When you get back to whatever steaming underworld shithole you came from, you tell them there are still Acme Podcast up here. Everybody, Acme Podcast Incorporated. It's Spoopy Month again. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. Yeah, uh, and uh, hey, this week we're talking about Castlevania, the uh, Netflix anime. Is it an anime? Uh, are we doing? Are we going to have the last Airbender discussion? Is the studio American? Okay, Glazer, I don't yeah. know how to tell you this, but every show ever is animated overseas now, so, like, what... Okay, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like... <sighs> okay, it was yeah, animated like... overseas for specifically for a Western audience, okay. and it was directed by a Western team. Okay, that main, that's my question. You know, that's what I mean when I say was it animated over there? Was it directed by it was directed by a western team. It was directed and like done with the intent of its main audience would be western. That's okay. sort of the distinction that I make between anime and cartoons because other like other like if it's the distinction that it was animated in Japan or wherever that then every cartoon ever is yeah that's that's true you know, okay i mean and some yeah. anime aren't even animated there <laughs> yeah well because then you've got stuff like cyber six where it, it's considered a joint venture between western and uh japanese animation studios mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah i mean the distinction is mostly categorical and really doesn't matter yeah um much like how is a hot dog a sandwich, you know? Like, that's it's, true. It's, you know, so, so same it, shit. It, yeah. Uh, that's a loaded question right there. Um, what? But the, I'm of the strong opinion that a hot dog is a sandwich. Okay. I genuinely don't care. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what I mean, though. Like, I, I do. Yeah. It's like is is cereal soup, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean and I can't muster anything up more than I don't care no, when it I comes mean, to those sorts of questions. Those, but you know, no, I understand those, what you're saying. I'm just talking about in those questions that mm -hmm. is a hot dog a sandwich or is cereal a soup? 
I cannot mm-hmm. be bothered to care. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. It's just, you know, those are like, those. when my mind goes to categorical, purely for, you yeah. know, because humans like to put things into, like... Boxes. Boxes. Yeah. We like to have things neatly organized. Yeah. Well, believe me, I know It's that. all arbitrary at the end of the day. Yeah, I you know. know. For but ease it, of com- it, it's it's for I mean it's e- for ease of conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um but anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh but, but this yeah, no, you're it, it's not anime cuz if if it if the director, if the animation director is western and the creative team not doing the actual animation but you know, doing the writing and such like that is also Western. Mm-hmm. Then I don't consider it anime. It's done in a style to emulate anime, but it's not anime. Oh yeah, totally. Um, yeah, just like how Totally Spy isn't isn't anime. Yeah, or Megas XLR. Yeah, or Avatar. Or Avatar, yeah. Uh, but they're certainly done. Some of those are done in parody of anime or to, like, rip off or market on the popularity of anime. And some are done in genuine honor and respect of the genre. Or both. Or both, yeah. Um, But that's besides the point. Uh, We're we're covering covering Castlevania. Yeah, we really did. Um... It's uh, it, it's Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to the show, we got our weeks. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first, Kai? The only thing I really have to talk about is uh, I mentioned. Uh, I want to say like this was several episodes ago, but I mentioned a channel called Kaiser Beans and his their series. Uh, uh, Kyoto video talk about OVAs and shit yeah they recently started doing a documentary series on on the history of Looney Tunes and the Warner Brothers animation studio yes yes you sent me one of their videos yeah it was the first one they've done two so far and Mm -hmm. I haven't watched all of the second one yet but been enjoying it Hmm. honestly I haven't gotten to it yet um, I intend yeah. to though. It goes really in depth. It talk and it it talks about you know obviously like how that early stuff was like spawned by uh, I forget his name but he did the uh, the dinosaur animation. He was the artist for um, Little Nemo. Yeah, I know. I, I I also do not know the name, but I do know who you mean. Yeah, I mean he wasn't the first person to do it. Like, but he was the one to popularize it. Yeah. And then that kind of spawned all these animators, the and animation directors of that era, like Frizz Freeling and Walt Disney himself, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, the Fleischers. Yeah, the Fleischer brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And they everybody kind of knew each other. Yeah. At at that time. Yep. And, and it was just it's just really interesting because it, it really is the genesis of. Like the animation as a genre, as a as a medium. Yeah, I almost said genre. <laughs> Fuck me, no. <laughs> animation is not a genre. It's a medium. 
It's a medium. Yeah. I will not fall into that trap. Yep, yep. No matter how much the Oscars tell me otherwise. I'm sorry, the what? The Oscars. Uh, the what? Yeah, you're right. What you mean I the grouch? Like the grouch? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Oscar. Losing a trash can? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, he is a grouch, you know, so he likes to be, you know. Yeah. Likes to have, make hills to die on. Or, or, or is it the, uh, or do you mean the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the Hungarian guy on Hey Arnold? Alright, now you're reaching. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his name's also Oscar, isn't it? Uh, I don't remember. The the guy in uh, Arnold's building who... Oh, that guy, the, the shitty husband. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Os- yeah, that's his name, Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was Russian. He's Eastern European. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. All Eastern Europeans are the same. I mean, when of the accent is that vague... You know what? That's fair. And it's just meant to represent a the concept of a foreigner. Yeah, he's the same. He's the same vague Eastern European culture that Rolf is. Yeah, exactly. You have messed with the son of a shepherd. Do not burn the candle at both ends, as it leads to the life of a hairdresser. <laughs> Many doors, Ed boys. <laughs> Too much for a cut potato, Ed boys like yourselves. All right. I love Ed and Eddie. I do too. We'll eventually have to talk about it. Oh, hell yeah. Probably do a bunch of episodes in the movie that ended it. Yeah, I feel like Ed and Eddie could be its own episode almost. Oh, yeah. It totally could be, honestly. Yeah. But, but you know. But we're not yeah. talking about Ed and Eddie. No, we're not. Um, But so that's yeah. pretty much... There's, there's not too much other than that that's really interesting. Okay. That I would want to talk about. Okay. Um, I got two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is I you hear a manga uh, called Spy X Family. Yes, everybody uh, on my timeline and on and I my dashboard and Tumblr has been talking about it for a while. All right, yeah, I uh, I read it uh, mm-hmm. up to where it currently is, and I very much like it. It it's very fun and cute. Mm. Um, yeah. I look forward to it getting animated so we can talk about it. Yeah, for sure. I uh, really hope we get a way of the house husband OVA, honestly. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the... That or, like, however they did Nichijo. Or however they did Saint Young Men. Yeah. Which was, like... Kind of OVA kind of movie. Yeah. Man, I love St. Youngman. Yeah, I know you do. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. I never really dug it. I know, it's got Jesus in it. It's not even that. Like, I, I tried, like, I was like, alright, it's like not really Jesus, it's whatever. But I just, I don't know, I just didn't dig it. Hmm. Well. Eh. It's just not for me. That's all. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No, it, no. Hmm. Comedy um, is subjective. Yeah. I mean, it was objectively funny. Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's funny. The, uh, 
the sauna scene is one of the funniest things I've ever read. Yeah, it's hilarious. Where where they think he's a delinquent or a, a yakuza or whatever. The son the son of a ya- the son of a yakuza boss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that was hilarious. Like just I feel like that or, that everything leading up to it and everything after it was just like, you know, not really comparable. But I I don't know. I thought that bit where they tried he tried to make B- Buddha think impure thoughts because he was glowing was really funny. Was that before or after? That was after they were at the festival at that point. I don't think I made it that far. Yeah, because what happened was is he was thinking impure thought. He was thinking very pure thoughts and mm. being very Buddha, and he was shining, and it was like, no, you'll give away that you're Buddha. Oh yeah. And then he was like, I need to make you. I need to make him think impure thoughts. And Jesus was like, Tinkerbell's skirt is accurate to the novel. <laughs> <laughs> Because they were at, like, a quote-unquote Disney float thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, like, maybe maybe, maybe I'll, I'll give it another try at some point. Yeah, uh, good. We, we will, uh... If you want to do that around Christmas time. I mean, yeah. We could do it with another similar comedy thing. Yeah. Like, uh, Golden Boy or some shit. I don't know about Golden Boy. Golden Boy's hilarious. It is. I just don't know about with that. I feel like I want to do that with some other '90s thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We could we could talk about that. Yeah. Off the that that's that's for another time. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah. So I I read that. And I liked it a lot. I look forward to it getting animated. Spy Family. Uh, I'm just going to assume the X is supposed to be silent. Um, it's probably Spy Cross Family. Yeah, I'm just going to say Spy Family. Uh, Until I hear it said somewhere else by... Yeah. I don't know. Someone. Like, like an animation, the animation team directing it or whatever. I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, uh, or it's the mangaka. Very or the mangaka, yeah. yeah. It, it's very fun, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, I started playing Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, right, that came out. Yeah. Um, I got it on the PS4 because my computer couldn't run it. And I was originally planning on waiting until I got a new computer or mm-hmm. upgraded my current one or I'm not sure what I'm going to do eventually if I'm just going to start from scratch or if I'm going to just upgrade what I have. But, um, mm-hmm. And I, I was going to like wait until I had like a really powerful thing and I could get like a VR headset and a flight stick and I'd, I'd do it like super hardcore and live out my mm-hmm. dream of flying an A-wing. Uh, yeah. But then I was like, ah, I'll just get it on PS4. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, Fuck it. like I, my, I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get my computer. I'm curious about this. If it, if there's a good story mode, I just want to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I picked it up on PS4. And uh, oh, and also the reason, the thing that also like sort of convinced me to get on PS4 is I'm. Not really interested in the multiplayer. Ah. Uh, uh, and uh, 
I don't have PS Plus, so I can't play multiplayer even if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, let me tell you, what that was a mistake. <laughs> mm. um, because the story mode is really not all that in-depth. Uh, I haven't yeah. beaten it yet. Uh, it, it's just sort of there. Uh, there, there is a story that I am curious about how it's going and where it's going. Uh, and interestingly enough, actually, the day before I finished, I started it. I finished reading a Star Wars novel, and the game references that novel, so it was like a nice little. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, uh, it references bit of bit of serendipity. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the book I was reading is the second in a trilogy, uh, third one's not out yet, but they confirmed it's a trilogy, uh, the Alphabet Squadron series, Mm -hmm. which is about, uh, a squadron made up of, uh, no ship in the squad is the same class, which is unusual. Oh, because, oh, Alphabet. Yeah. There's an X-Wing, A-Wing, B-Wing, uh, Y-Wing, and U-Wing. Yeah. Um, and and also, but yeah. Anyway, the it ref it uh it references uh, Alphabet Squadron at one point, and uh, the book also references a uh, the squadron that you play as a part of in the uh, in the game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh well, hey, what do you know? Uh, but yeah, the story mode. So okay, you have character creation. You have a very limited character creation in the game. I knew it was limited going in. It was just like picking your portrait type thing. It wasn't gonna be sliders and all that. Um, yeah. And you, you you get you know you can unlock like uh, different types of flight suits and different helmets and stuff like that. And you oh you also play on the Empire. You switch back and forth every few ah, missions. Uh, so you, you fly both uh, New Republic and uh, Imperial Remnant. Um, I see. If I, if I can play Empire, all I want to do is play with a TIE Interceptor. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Because I um, love the TIE Interceptor. <laughs> same. Uh, it, it's, it, of the TIE Fighters, it's the only one I really like. Um... Mm. Yeah, of the Tie Fighters, it's the only one I really like. I had to had to think about that for a second. I like I like the Defender. The Defender's okay. Anyway. Uh. Uh, but anyway, so story mode, is, but you can't. So you can unlock more character customization options, and they one of the things I was really excited about was you get to actually make an alien this time. You don't have to be human. Thank God. Uh, don't speak too soon. Ow. The only way to unlock the alien portraits is through multiplayer. (sighs) Most of... You only have cosmetic unlocks. Uh Uh-huh. I think maybe you can... I, I think in multiplayer you have other types of unlocks, like different weapons for your ship. Uh, but in single player, mm-hmm. you only have cosmetic up unlocks, and the unlocks transfer between single and multiplayer. 
but the in-game currency that unlocks them is only earned in multiplayer. Uh, yeah. So I'm a human. <laughs> so yeah, that that's my week. Let's mm. uh let's take a break. Oh no, let's not take a break because we've got upkeep. Yeah, we do have upkeep. Uh, Amphibia's on break. Else, Owl House season one is over, so it'll be a while before it comes back. So it's just Ducktales. Yeah, I think Amphibia comes back for one episode next week. Ah, uh, Halloween episode probably. Yeah, I think that's. I, I think I remember. But before I quit Twitter, uh, I remember. Uh, Braley is that that the showrunner's name? Matt Braley. Yeah. Matt Braley. Yeah, I remember him posting him. They. I don't know. I mean, okay. I'm. I'm. I'm going to. I'm just going to. I. You know what they say about assumptions, but for now. Yeah. I'll. I'll go with he they. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So, Matt Braley. Uh, tweeted that. Uh, it was going on break, but we'd be back. I believe October seventeenth for the Halloween episode. Yeah, makes sense. And then yeah. it'll be on actual hiatus. Yeah. So Mid- then. Mid-season I, hiatus. Yeah. So I don't think we'll get. We won't get to talk about it next week. Uh, but the week after we will. By the way, can I can I just say how much I hate mid-season hiatuses? Yeah. Like just finish the season and then take a break. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I've never been a fan of mid-season breaks. Um like even if the break is longer from the season, like if it, even if you take a longer break after the season's over, I don't care. I just hate stopping in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I'm with you there 100%. Um, it, it's just an unfortunate necessity because they don't. Mm-hmm. We if if they finished each episode all the entire season before they started airing it, we'd be waiting like we do for Venture Brothers or the Boondocks, basically. You're not wrong. Um. Anyway. That yeah. Kills. Yeah, DuckTales. Uh, we got uh, the Phantom of the Sorceress. They put a Moonlander on the Earth. And, and the, the Trickening. The Trickening. Yes. Uh, fan- the Phantom and the Sorceress. I was surprised. I was like, why is Gander here? And then I remembered the comics. Yeah. I'm like, are they actually setting this up? Are they? I don't think they are, but, like, they're hinting at it. For those who don't know, Gander and Magic of Dispel have, like, a thing in the comics. They're like, they're like, they're like Catwoman and Batman. Hmm. It's like, will they, won't they? But there's, like, chemistry there, but they don't ever actually officially get together. Ah. So I'm like, are they trying to do something with that? I don't know. In this show? Maybe. I wouldn't hate it if they were. I wouldn't have had what they would. It would give Magicka something else to do other than just, you know, scheme. Yeah. Also, it would make Gander do something else. Yeah. It was, uh, was really funny seeing him being like, how do you people live like this? 
<laughs> yeah, because as they are, it, it's pretty. They're pretty one note. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only so many times you could do the same Gander episode or the same Magicka episode. Uh, yeah. So this would vary it up a little. Yeah, I would love for there to be an episode where they did that, and it was like they weren't. They didn't get together by the end, but both of them were kind of like maybe. Magic had doubts about, you know, her affection for him or whatever. I I would like it... The way I would like it is more like... They they don't become nemeses, but they become like arch-rivals. Hmm. And it it's uh, Gander's luck versus Magicka's magic. Mm-hmm. And her inability to hit him because he's just that lucky. Yeah. And maybe sometimes the luck ends up turning it around on her, so he's not just constantly on the luck version of the defensive. Yeah. Um, I want her to try but, and turn his luck against Scrooge in some way. I Yes, that would be fun too. Uh, I think that would be fun for a second double appearance by them. Yes. Because uh, I also in that one I'm talking about, I think I would like I, I like the idea of them having chemistry, but n- not a crazy amount of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not interested in them as a as a romantic pairing in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like it when two characters have chemistry and it creates the will they won't they dynamic mm-hmm. and then it never answers that because i think sometimes the just the eternal will they won't they can be fun in its own right <sighs> i you say that but my mind immediately goes to friends that's different is it yes because that's will they won't they oh they did oh now they're not Will they, won't they? Oh, they are again. Oh, but now they're not. Also, Ross is a piece of shit. <laughs> that too. Also, Ross is a piece of shit. And Gander's a piece of shit too. Uh, I mean, he is, but even I would rather hang out with Jay Gander than Ross. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I just, I don't want to see Magicka have, like, gooey romanticness. No, I want... What I want is for her to be angry that she has gooey romanticness because she wants to be evil and it makes her pissed off that it, she has feelings at all. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, I, I just kind of want more of a uh, uh, Bones McCoy and Spock dynamic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, the episode itself, though... Yeah, the episode itself. Uh, it, that's a, a it, it's a big one. It is. I mean, remember when we talked about how when uh the three of the, the three girls started hanging out, we would we wanted episodes just about the three of them. Yeah. And here we are. We got that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Freaking the girl trio get their own episode. Yeah. Like, like at, like none of the other characters are involved at all, and I think that's neat. Except Gander, but I mean, except Gander, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, 
Yeah, no, no, no. You're, you're right. I'm, I'm just being, I'm just being a shit. Um, I did, I did really like that. How all of Magicka's furniture was pizza boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked her being really super pathetic without her magic bat. I'm glad she has her magic bat so she can actually do shit. Because that, yeah, that, jo- that joke would have gotten old after a while. It really would have, yeah. Um, I think... If this was an anime or something where there was more time to really draw out the, 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 the progression. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was a more focused like a more focused series and less episodic in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have seen her get really competent at not using her magic and then get yeah. the magic back and he'd be an even bigger threat. Yeah, that would be neat actually. Um, but that's not feasible for the nature of this show. So yeah, she's, she's, she's a genuine threat again. And that's, that's good. Yeah. I'm, is she working with Fowl at all? Do we know that? We do not. I do not believe they've been in the same sentence. Yeah, because, I mean, Blot is with Fowl. So I'm wondering if the, she was also with Fowl, how that would play out. Yeah, I know? don't think... I, I think we might look at a... Uh, a temporary truce between her and the McDucks against Fowl at some point. Yeah, I could definitely see this. I could definitely say that for sure. Yeah. Um, Which might be sparked by her relationship with Gander. That would be interesting, yes. I'm not asking for Magicka redemption. Oh, hell no. I want Magicka to be like, at best, I want her to be around and just be petty. Like, she's still still trying to get Scrooge's shit, but it's like, petty villainy. Which I think it would be really funny. Uh, see, I want something even less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, to reference something from last from last week, JoJo specifically. Uh, you you remember part one? Uh, we established Jonathan and Dio are just never going to get along. Yeah, and then the next scene is time post time skip and they're working in perfect concert during the rugby match. Mm-hmm. I just want an episode of the rugby match. Mm. And then right back to her being an even bigger threat than before. Oh yeah, totally. I just I I want her to become how she was in the old cartoon just like this really crazy old lady in a shack. Oh, okay. You know, like she's not like the big bad she was in season 1. She's just kind of like annoying. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that. Like, genuinely, yeah. I, I understand the appeal of that. I just don't think we're going to see that. Yeah. Because like we had old lady in a shack, her. Yeah, but, I mean, it'd be, it'd be like an in-between of, like, how she was without her powers, and now that she has her powers, it's like... She has her powers, but she's still kind of, like, you know, not as much yeah. of a threat as, like, the other villains. Yeah. It could... Now... On your side, uh, to, to to defend what you want mm-hmm. and the likeliness and or not likeliness, we could get that just by nature of Lena may be stronger than her. Oh yeah, totally. Lena could just bop her. Yeah. So Lena 
the existence of Lena could trivialize her down to what you want. Okay, you know what I could see happening? What? I could see an episode where the first, like, five minutes is a montage of Magicka trying shit and then her just getting bought by Lena every single time. She tries to do it in a really comedic fashion, and then yeah. she just, in the last scene of the montage, she falls out of the window, and Gander is there, <laughs> and then she comes up with the idea to try and use his luck to like do a thing. That would be fun. That would be very fun. That's what I could see happening. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. You've, but anyway, you've, you've opened my eyes. Good. Uh, Good. so Phantom and the Sorceress. That that's. That's um, enough on that episode. Well, no, no, I wanted to nope, say... Okay. I, I did want to say one, a couple things. One, cool see Phantom Blot. I was... Yeah. You know, I w- that was one of the villains that I was like... Wait, I remember when we were talking about fucking theories about this season, and I was like, holy shit, what if Phantom Blot shows up? And he does. Yeah. Good um, call. And the, uh, the other thing, I'm not the biggest fan of Lena's, like, magical girl design. Yeah, it, it's too toothpaste for me. Yeah, there. And the other one last thing I did want to say about this episode was that one might say that friendship is magic. Ha <laughs> uh, It's right there, man. Come on. Yeah. No, you're right. Good call. Good call. But yeah. Uh, next one is uh. They put a moonlander on the earth. I'm happy to see Penny again. Yes. I'm also glad that they uh, kind of stymied the launchpad thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as much as I related to launchpad in that reaction, mm-hmm. it would have been boring. You know what I could see happening? Remember that episode of Darkwing Duck where it was like the team of superheroes? I could see Penumbra being a, a member of that team of superheroes with Gizmo Duck and shit. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's Penumbra, fucking Darkwing, Gizmo Duck, and like probably one other person. Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge. Scrooge. Want... Scrooge has earned it. I want Stegmut to come back. Steg. Yeah. Yeah, I want him to come back. That'd be good. Oh, Astroboid. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, he could be yeah, on could... it. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, you're right. Cor- you're correct. I want man. I want to watch that show. Yeah, me too. That's a spinoff I would watch. Hell yeah. I would love that. Um, but uh, this is just fun. It was nice seeing her again. It was nice. This is this go. This is true of this episode and the next one. It's nice just seeing Della around. Yeah. Like not maybe not involved in the plot all the time, but just like you know, she's about as involved as Donald usually is. Yeah, I mean, I would like more episodes about her, but it's nice that she's, like, they didn't just forget that she exists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It would be, it'd be really easy to do that, honestly. It would, yeah. Because um, so much of the focus is always either on the kids or on Scrooge himself. Totally. Or Launchpad. Or Launchpad. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for another Darkwing Launchpad episode. I feel, I, I feel like I've seen... Actual stills of um, of Darkwing and and Goslin, like yeah. not just that one promotional. I, I've seen stills like up on uh, Instagram from a preview or something. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's got to be coming up. Mm-hmm. I would want I want that because I mean, I wouldn't necessarily want Negaduck to come back immediately, but I would want like uh, you know. I. I... Here's the problem I'm having. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. many of Darkwing's the villains old... that did, didn't they did they not already show? Yeah. No. 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 How many of the villains we know for Darkwing are the TV show characters in this well, continuity? Steel Beak is one of Darkwing's villains. Okay, so Steel Beak is real. Steel Beak is real. Yeah, he's a Steel Beak is one of Darkwing's villains. Also, Taurus Bulba has not shown up at all. Taurus Bulba was Darkwing's first big villain. That's in right. The, the, yeah. In the three-parter. So well, I, that's I, okay. A, we also never saw Bushroot either. Okay. More what I mean is which of his villains did we see in actual reference to the TV show Launchpad watched growing up? We saw three. We saw the Liquidator, uh, Quackerjack, and uh, Megavolt. Okay. So everyone else is on the table. Yeah. So Bushroot, uh, Taurus Bulba, Steelbeak. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. I was hoping for uh, Megavolt. I like Megavolt. I was, I was too, but you know, yeah. There's still room for you know copycat sort of like a a guy like maybe there was yeah. a a fan who was obsessed with Megavolt and hated Darkwing and thought yeah that'd be that'd be fun yeah. I hope the Thunderquack shows up. The Thunderquack. Darkwing's airplane. That's right. Yeah, I I don't remember any of the vehicle names from Darkwing. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not too much else to say about that other than it's just nice to see Penny, and I loved that she was not wearing her helmet at the end. She had that that shirt. It was very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I like um. The Dewey subplot. <laughs> the Dewey subplot was fun. Yeah, but no, I like um the other Moonlander working for Glamgold. Uh, yeah, and he's like his yes man. Yeah. I really like that dynamic, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I love how they were like, wearing, like, super 90s outfits. Yeah, they were. <laughs> it was very good. Also, Penny really likes hamburgers. Oh, that was the... By the way, that was a, a, a very subtle reference. Hamburger oh. Hippo is from Darkwing Duck. Oh. Yep. It's it's Launchpad's favorite restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, hell yeah! God, I'm a nerd. Yeah, you are. But it, that that's like one of your favorite shows, right? Yeah, it is. I love Dark. Alright, yeah. So you know. Yeah, looking forward to eventually talking about it. Yeah, I. Do you have anything you want to pair with it specifically? Um, we could pair it with the original Ducktales. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. We could watch like some of the best episodes of the original DuckTales and the best episodes of Darkwing Duck. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, no arguments here. No more humans here. Uh, so the trickening. Trickening. Uh, this episode I, was fine. Yeah, I. I can't believe. No uh-huh. one ever told Launchpad what the fuck Halloween was. Yeah, I liked the setup of the episode, and I really liked that it was about Huey and Louie's relationship. Yeah. Because those two really haven't had, like, a a thing, like, at all. And I really liked that this is sort of continuing of Louie's, like, 
overarching character growth that we Dude, saw from last season. Dewey got like the top billing season one and season yeah. two. And uh no. Louis got season two. Louis was... Yeah, that's right. Louis got season two. Huey hasn't gotten anything. Yeah, Huey really had he's had a couple things this season. Yeah. Um, but still not really enough. He he's still mm-hmm. he he's got a lot of room to grow, but part of that is definitely a way to grow the character is by growing their the dynamic with another character. So. Yeah, totally. And I I liked that dynamic. Yeah. And other than that this episode was meh. Yeah, it was okay. Like I feel that this was a gigantic missed opportunity to introduce Morgana Macabra from Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Could have done that. Like, the house could have been her house. Because she has a whole fucking slew of monster relatives. Yeah. And that would have been a, this would have been a perfect... Like, the ending could have been exactly the same, except it was Morgana, and that would have been a fun thing. Yeah. It would have made the episode more interesting. For sure. Uh, yeah, but that's just me, you know, wanting I, yeah, Duck I, stuff. I, I know. I, I didn't really have any... The, the Launchpad story was the one part that interested me the most this episode. Yeah. Um, just because, I don't know, I like Launchpad. I relate. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but... Yeah. But yeah, that's it for DuckTales. Uh, that's, that's it for, for Upkeep. Um, mm-hmm. oh, there, there's something I wanted to watch that I was mm. going to see if you wanted to also start watching it to put it into the Upkeep. Yeah, uh, IWGP, the Ikebukuro Westgate Park. I haven't heard of it. Alright, never mind then. I'll watch it on my own at some point. Hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll look at it. I don't... I'll send a link. Okay. Uh, um, <clears throat> there we go. It, it mm. looks like it could be interesting, but it could also be nothing. So I, I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it for upkeep. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, uh, Castlevania. Time for bloody tears. Back on to our show. And welcome back, everybody. It's Acme Podcast Incorporated. Spooky Month Week 2. Castlevania. Seasons 1 through 3. That's everything that's out as of the time of this recording. Yeah, no uh, news on season four at all yet, actually. I kind of don't want there to be one. I mean... After the way the status quo was at the end of season three, and we'll get to that more detail, but I feel like we need to get this out of the way right now. I kind of don't... I'd kind of be happy if it just ended where it was. I wouldn't. Unless they do some sort of shift to another another Belmont. I... 
Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, and before we get into the series proper, I uh, just want to give a fair warning on Season 3, Episode 9. That shit's heavy! And I mean, sh- it is heavy, and also, uh, j- just in the show in general, this the, show is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, um, th- there's a lot of gore, and a lot of blood, and a lot of violence, but Season 3, Episode 9, I could... That one deserves a trigger warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuinely, or content warning, or whatever you want to call it. That one in particular... Everything that's happening at once in there, I'm not really one that gets set off easy, but even I, uh, I, 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 I did not feel good watching that. Mm. I, uh, tightness in my chest and I had to walk away from the TV for, for my computer for a little bit. I just did not enjoy that. Did not enjoy Mm -hmm. that at all. Uh, from any point of view, not even from like a intellectual, what it did for the future of the series. It it made me, it, that episode is what makes me not want the series to continue. I would just hate for it to end off like that. I, I don't see it getting better. All right, well, whatever. Yeah, but that we'll that's, get, we'll get we'll there. We'll get there. Uh, let's, uh... Before we get into it real quick, this specifically, the first two seasons basically cover a modified version of... uh, Castlevania 3. Yes, Castlevania 3. Our our main characters are Dracula, uh, Trevor Belmont, Alucard, uh, Adrian Tepish. And uh, and, Cypher Bernardes. Yes, Cypher Belnardes. Um... And then we have supporting cast of uh, Hector and Isaac and Carmilla. Carmilla, oof. Uh, Lisa Tepish is also yeah. relevant. And uh, in the first few episodes of the first season, the bishop is pretty relevant. Yeah, Godbrand. Godbrand, yeah. I enjoyed Godbrand. Godbrand was pretty. Was a fun character. Um, yeah. But. Let's just go over our voice cast real quick. Is Trevor Belmont? We got Richard Armitage. Uh, Ali Card yeah, James. He, um, yeah. Well, I mean, most people might know him. Armitage mainly. Recently, he was in The Hobbit. Uh, yes. Thorn Oak and Shield. Yes. 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 Uh. Let's see if there's any. Nothing uh, else really worth talking about. Uh, James Callis is Alucard. He was, um, in Battle Go- Battlestar Galactica. Okay. And he was also in, um, your, the sci-fi series Eureka. Oh, okay. I never a, lot watched, of act- I never... a lot of actor-actors in this show. Yeah, not a lot of, like, people who are known for voice work, which is interesting. Yeah. Yes, um, I mean, they do a good job. Yeah, then Saifa is, uh, Alejandra Reynoso. I don't recognize her. Let let's see. She was in Winx Club. Oh. She was in. Well, she was a a a background character in a couple of video games. Mm-hmm. 
she was in G.I. Joe Renegades as Elena Schnur hmm. for one episode. Ah, uh, so she's a uh, tertiary voice actor a lot of the time. Yeah, this is, as far as I can tell, this is like her only real leading role other than... Good for, good for her. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, Winx Club, she was Flora. I don't know if was, Flora is a main oh, character. Oh, Flora, Flora is one of the main girls, yes. Okay, so that's her other leading role. Yeah, she's the... Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And then uh, she's in a, a, what seems to be a live-action TV series from this year, uh, where she plays a character named Kira in a show called Artificial. Hmm. Got which it. I, which seems to be focused on Zoom meetings or something. That, all right. Well, yeah. Uh, topical. Yeah, how topical. But yeah, then uh, Graham McTavish is Dracula. He was in um, Preacher. The yes. AMC, the AMC series. He's also uh, it was also an Outlander, which is also yeah. AMC. Yeah. Or, no, Stars. 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 That's right. Yeah. And he's also in um. I think he's in one of the Uncharted games. Okay. Uh, he he sounds familiar. Uh, let, let me let me see. Mm-hmm. Uh, he oh he's Dwalin in the Hobbit. Oh okay. Uh, the, yeah. the bald dwarf with the black beard. Oh yeah, that guy. Uh, he was King Atlan in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He's Fergus McDuck in Ducktales. Oh, freaking the the dad. Yeah. Ah, that's fun. Um, Halo Wars 2, Transformer. He's Titus and Vernon in Transformers Robots in Disguise. Oh. Ah. He's in Creed as Tommy Holiday. He's in The Order 1886. 80, 1886. Oh, yeah, that terrible game. Yeah. Uh, he's Dr. Benjamin Church in Assassin's Creed 3. Ah. And various other things. Um, Emily then... Swallow, who's Miss Tepish. Yeah, uh, Lisa Tepish. Uh, I Emily think Swallow. she was in Supernatural at some point. I'm sure she was. Hold um, on, let me look. Okay. Yeah, she was in the 11th season of Supernatural. Okay. And she's also in... Oh, she was in The Mandalorian. Oh. She's oh, the she's armor... The... The Armorer. Oh, she's the Armorer? Yeah. Oh, that's a good character right there. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to that character, but she's, like, really important. Um, There's a lot of potential. Um, Which is the mindset you have to have with Star Wars. Um, Mm -hmm. Then Theo James is Hector, and... I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the guy who plays Isaac... I am. Adeto Kumbo McCormack as Isaac. An actual... uh, A very African name. Yeah. Uh, He was born in Sierra Leone. Cool. He's probably one of the... Probably one of my favorite performances in this show. Yeah. Isaac in general is really good. uh, That's... Yeah, that's why I said I would be bummed out if the show didn't continue because I actually kind of want to see where his story goes. Okay, yeah. If the sh- if the focus shifted to Isaac, I'd be very interested. 
Yeah, but um Uh Peter Stormare was Godbrand. Oh. Yeah. Fucking Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare is in a lot of shit. He's been in uh he was in the Big Lebowski, who was in Armageddon, he was in fucking uh Minority Report. He's he's a big he's a big time. Uh god what else? He was in Fargo, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that dude's been in a lot of shit. No wonder I act no wonder I like Godbrain, because I like Peter Stormare. <laughs> Lance Reddick was the captain in season Oh yeah, three. In yeah, season three. Just just captain. Yeah. He reminds me of a character from this novel called The K. I remember that. I had to read that for school. Yeah, he reminds me of Timothy. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. Yeah. Oh, that old old John... old Jamaican sailor. Yeah, Lance Reddick's big. He's he's uh He's in John Wick. He he's the uh the hotel manager in John Wick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh yes. A lot of other things, but yeah. Uh, Bill Nighy is Saint Germain. Yeah, he's in a lot of shit too. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, like, he's he's the, a big he's, name. He was Davy Jones, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. He was also in Shaun of the Dead, Hitchhikers, fucking what else? Uh, I know he's in other shit. Hot. F- he was in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Okay. Then we he got. Also played, uh, oh. He also played the, the the vampire villain in Underworld. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get more into more season three characters, uh, yes. trying to think of, if there's anyone. Uh, Matt Frewer is the bishop. I don't remember if I mentioned that. No, uh, you didn't. But yeah. uh, Jamie Murray is Car- Carmilla. Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah, I don't know. Theo, I mentioned Theo James was Hector, but I don't really know him. Oh, he's in the Divergent, Insurgent, and Allegiant thing. Oh, those films, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't really... He's in the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. I need to watch that show. I've been curious, but I haven't. Uh, yeah, stuff he's in is not really stuff I know. Oh, he's in The Inbetweeners. I've heard of that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. What about Jamie Murray? And also, I know for a fact that Spencer Wan was like the main director of a lot of the fight and animation choreography in the show. Yeah. Oh, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh. Nothing else really. Um, Jamie Murray's been a lot of stuff, but none of it's really anything. She was in Gotham. She was in Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, Warehouse Thirteen. Warehouse Thirteen's good. Never seen it. It's good. I liked Sleepy Hollow season one. Season one was good. And um, then they and then they killed. Uh, they took away all the interesting cast members. Yeah, and they killed the the black main character. Yeah. The black female lead. Yeah. Hate it. Uh, that. <sighs> yes. 
the show had promise, and it, it, it did. fucked it all up. Yeah, it really did. Uh, I like I liked it, and then dropped the ball super hard. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about Castlevania. Um. Mm. Uh, but moving on to season three characters. Uh, we already talked about all the ones that matter. I mean, other than like the other than the sisters. Yeah, uh, Jessica Brown Findlay is Lenore. Uh, Yasmin Al Masri is Marana, and Ivana Milicevic is uh, Striga. I like her. Yeah, I know you like Striga. Look at her. <laughs> yep, yep. Big lady. Oh, and then uh, Ataka is Toru Uchikado, and Sumi is Rila Fukushima. Oh, they actually got actual Japanese people to play them. Yeah, and let's see if they've been in anything. Uh, Toru uh, Uchikado was in Spies in Disguise where he played Yakuza number one. He was in Westworld where he played New Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was in Heroes Reborn where he played Ren Shimosawa. Uh, that's mm. Heroes is Heroes Reborn is the sequel series to HBO superhero series Heroes. Yeah. Uh, the one that took a real nosedive because of the writer's strike. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I think it was taking yeah. a break before that, even like a, a dip even before that. Yeah, but it just was made worse by the by the writers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Same thing with Lost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, he's got like a lot of other bit parts, really, outside of some shorts. Uh, then mm-hmm. Rila Fukushima. Uh, Castlevania, a TV series called SWAT. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was Tatsu in Arrow. Oh, uh, the 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 DC hero Katana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was that. Yeah. Cool. Um, Red robed geisha in Ghost in the Shell. The movie. Yeah, so she's been bit parts. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I don't. There's, I don't really. Oh, she was Yukio in the Wolverine. Oh, the uh, the second solo Wolverine movie. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I I like that. I, I I mean, it Origins was a pretty easy act to follow. Yeah, uh, and also had four or five years to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's nowhere near as good as Logan. Like, Logan is... I mean, yeah, I've heard Logan's good. You haven't seen it? No. Why? Laser, I don't go to see movies. Okay, but it's been on DVD and streaming for years now. I'm broke.
That doesn't really you... stop most people from being able to watch movies. Yeah. And? Okay, whatever. Alright. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the voice cast. Uh... As for the show itself... I mean, what I mean is, you could pirate it. I yeah. I, let, I just whatever. I'm not gonna get into this. Okay, whatever. Like I didn't care enough. Fair enough. That's a shame because it's really good. It's probably the best superhero movie. Period. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, let's start at the start. Season one. Which is basically just four episodes that set up the trio, pretty much. Basically, yeah. It's getting them all into the same space. Yeah, I'm still bummed that it's the Castlevania 3 cast sans Grant. Okay, now this is another case where you know a lot more about the base property than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I know about Grant is that he's a thief. He's a thief who can climb on walls, and he's like, like really good at what okay. he does. And it would have been really easy to introduce him in any of the other seasons. Hmm. Like, you could have had him in fucking Lindenfell, and it could have been, like, a, like instead of St. Germain, who's a character who's not even from 3. <laughs> He's from Curse of Darkness. Well, at this point, I feel like... How much... I know Warren Ellis is, like, he, he developed the series, but how much, do you know how much direct influence he had on the writing itself? Uh, no clue, honestly. I don't. Okay. Because each episode is directed and written by a small team. Okay. You know, like, when you look um, at the written and directed by, it's, the... um, it's Warren Ellis or, like, two or three other people. Okay. It's like different. It it changes every episode. Like certain Got episodes it. are written by different people and directed by different people, but Warren Ellis is like the main director, I think. Okay. So like, yeah, it's, it has like two or three main writers. Okay. So follow me on this. Yes. From the start, they already sort of diverged from the way the game went, right? I mean, yeah. It's, but I mean, the, the, the basic premise is there. It's the three of them team up to beat Dracula, or the four of them, rather. Like, that's, yeah. you know, basic premise. Okay. Uh, well, and, you, you, know. you know how, we, we've talked about this before in the cast, uh, three is the more traditional hero group number. I mean, um, yeah, it is, but Grant would have added an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Was Trevor like he was in the series, no, in the game? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, none of the characters have really much of a... I mean, it wasn't until Symphony of the Night that Alucard got a personality because the okay. game is about him. Okay. And Slypha doesn't have a personality because the only game she's in other than fucking Judgment is this game. Okay. And Trevor is only in... He's in three and... He's in Judgment. Four? He's in Judgment, yeah, but... Who cares about yeah. Judgment? It's a fighting game. Yeah. And a bad one. Yeah. Um, he's also in... 
No, that's Rector. Rector's Rondo of Blood. Uh, I think I think three is the only one he's in. Okay. Well, no, he no, he's in Curse of Darkness. Okay. He's also he's in three and Curse of Darkness. So that he... makes sense why they are introducing Curse of Darkness characters because he's in it. Okay. Um, he's he's okay. He was in three. He was in Curse of Darkness in the com and in in the comic adaptation. Okay. What was his personality like in those? Oh, he's also a boss in Symphony of the Night. Uh, let's see. Um, well, his his personality is like um, not really doesn't ha- have a personality like a lot of like a lot of the games of that era. Like okay, don't well, you know they don't have personalities? Okay. What about the and comic his, adaptation? His personality is apparently like he's like kind of a proud, confident warrior guy, and that's so it. He, and, he, and proud of his family lineage and shit. So the exact opposite okay. of Trevor in the show. So the way I see it here, they just merged Grant into Trevor because they just were like, let's just make Trevor a scoundrel. Yeah, it would have been nice to have another scumbag to play off of Trevor, just like a scummier, like someone who's scummier, and just be Trevor. Like, man, I thought I was a scumbag. That would have been fun, yeah. You're not wrong. I just, it, I guess, like, I don't know. Maybe when it's a team writing, it becomes a, the more characters you have Mm -hmm. in your core group, the more of a logistical nightmare it becomes. Yeah, but I mean, then, then I point to Hexer and Isaac, who are from a completely different game. Yeah. And, and they didn't even need to be here. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, but I mean the core group, as in the po- core protagonists. They're not really protagonists. Yeah. They're yeah, they're detour protagonists. Yeah. Like if Isaac and Hector are detour protagonists, then I don't know who is. Uh, but the trio, I really love their dynamic in season one and two, like yeah. a lot. Yeah. I I love how fucking playful it. Trevor and Alucard are about how much they like to fucking piss each other off and how Sypha's like the mom and tries to stop them from bickering. You you, you kind of get the feeling that beyond the initial interaction, none of it's actually malicious. Oh yeah, no, it's like, it really is playful teasing. Yeah, it, it it's like from the, like, I think the initial meeting was genuinely malicious. Oh yeah. But from the, uh, Yes, fuck you too. It all became playful. Yeah, and then like that when they said goodbye, fucking Alucard flipped him off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, I'm super, super here for the... When this show came out, this polycule was everywhere. Yeah. And I'm, I could not be more here for this, this polycule of these, of these three characters. It's very, very good, and you can definitely see chemistry with all three of them in the various combinations. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I, I got nothing really to add or detract. <laughs> yeah. It's... It, it, it's yeah. Un, I mean, it's not canon, but it is undeniable. Like, they, they've got the chemistry. It would be very fun if it did. Uh, I just don't yeah. see it as writer's intent. Yeah unfortunate but that doesn't really matter 
Because we're no, just talking shipping, and shipping's just fun. Yeah, it's it's. I'm here for this polycule. Yeah. And I want I want Trevor. Well, you know, I'll wait till we can finish with season two to get into season three because there's a lot to unpack with season three. Yeah. Um, but season three is going to be after the next break. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Season two and one are kind of like their own thing, honestly. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy Hector and Isaac in seasons one and two. Yes. Like a lot. Um. And I genuinely liked Dracula. Dracula was really fun. Uh, like they. I kind of. I want to say there's really no bad character in the first two seasons. I mean, poorly written or whatever. Yeah, Because no. the only, like, poorly written characters are the ones that had no writing at all. Like Cho. Or yeah, the, the Indian not... vampire. Yeah, exactly. And that's because they, they're they set dressing. You know? If they hadn't yeah. died, we'd probably see them with actual personalities. And we... Mm-hmm. When we get to three, we'll talk more about Cho. But, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but of the named characters, no bad ones. No bad ones. No badly written characters, that's for sure. Yeah, in the first three. In, in the, the first, first two seasons, I mean. First two seasons. In the first, in the first two seasons. Yeah. But, um, the, uh, we, we, we said we were going to talk about this, but the, 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 sh- the standout thing about this show is it's fight choreography and animation. Woo, yeah. Um, Holy shit. Remember how I said I'm a sucker for staff fight choreography? Yeah. Whips, whips. I'm an even bigger sucker for, like, ropes and whips. Mm -hmm. Like, when when there's, like, a really well-choreographed Wonder Woman Lasso of Truth fight scene, I go bananas. And same with uh, Trevor's whips. Yeah, he does a. My favorite thing he did was when he wrapped the dagger or the short sword around the tip of it, and he threw it at the Cyclops's eye. That was yeah. That that's a really good one. My favorite is whenever he like redirects the tip by like bending the the length of it with his finger. Yeah, yeah. And he does like causes a sharp change in the trajectory of the tip. I love that. Or when uh, he kicked it into that one vampire's mouth. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, My favorite kill has to be when Sypha froze Cho when she turned into fog. Yeah, that was really good. And just smash. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's my favorite kill. Oh, okay. That This brings me to another point I wanted to talk about, actually. Um, mm-hmm. The listeners probably don't know this, but I know you for sure know this. I don't really enjoy playing casters in things, D and D, video games, anything. Oh yeah, spellcasters. Yeah, you're not a yeah, you're not a wizard guy. Yeah, and that's because I don't like how games like gamify magic. Mm-hmm. But the way Sifa, 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 whatever does magic. Mm-hmm. That's that, that I like that a lot. I mean, because she's basically a firebender and a waterbender fused together. Yeah. Yeah. The way she uses shit is like a, how a bender would use shit. Yeah, I guess that is the core of it. Yeah. It's a more... It, it's it, it's more dynamic. Flexi- it's more fun. It's flexible. Yeah. You would want... If you, wanted a ma- if you wanted to be a caster, you would want a system that was less crunch in terms of its magic system. 
I would really just want a character action game where instead of swords and guns, I have magic. Play Bayonetta. <laughs> I, I did play Bayonetta. I didn't really mm -hmm. get to magic much. I, I was mostly guns and sword. I didn't get very mm -hmm. far. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> Uh, as we mentioned, we, there's a lot of, like, references to the games, obviously. Yeah. Like, every character here is, uh, isn't, like, there are, most of the, every important character is from the games. Yeah. Carmilla is a recurring boss in the games. And Alucard is a recurring character throughout the entire series. Yeah. He first shows up in this game, and he's the main character of Symphony of the Night, and he's like a recurring cameo character in a lot of other games like Ari of Sorrow and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And, you know, Trevor apparently looks like he appears in this and Curse of Darkness. Yeah. But ev pretty much every, almost every Castlevania is about a different Belmont. Who is it in Circle of the Moon? Uh, Circle of the Moon? Uh, I forget her name. She's the only Lady Belmont we ever fucking see, that's for sure. Okay, then I'm not thinking of Circle of the Moon. Wait, are we... Wait, hold on. Are we... Hold on. Maybe I'm thinking of a different thing. I'm thinking of... No, I'm thinking of Portrait of Ruin. Or am I thinking of a different one? Circle of the Moon. Cassidy. Yeah, I'm thinking of Circle of the Moon. Okay, uh... hold on. Let me, let, me, let me look. Let me look who is the character in that. That's, uh... Oh, God, what's his fucking name? Uh... Trying to remember. That's... Nathan Graves. Belmont. Yeah, Nathan Graves. He's related to the Belmonts. He just doesn't have the Belmont name. Hmm. It's uh, the only Castlevania game I ever owned. Yeah, I thought you were asking about... Like, different one. Portrait of Ruin is... Yeah... Yeah. And then Aria of Sorrow is um, Soma, who is, well, do you care about spoilers? Uh, considering I'm probably never going to play Castlevania, no. Aria, Soma is the reincarnation of Dracula. Oh, okay. So a lot of people are thinking that if this show keeps going, we'll do that. I know a lot of people would like that because I remember Aria of Sorrow being like the when I was in high school at least the the one everyone held up as the best Castlevania game. Well, that and Symphony of the Night. I heard more people talk about Aria than Symphony. I've never heard I've never I mean I've heard people talk about Aria of Sorrow but everybody I know talks about Symphony of the Night. Okay. Well, okay, to be fair, I think the people I'm thinking of were specifically talking in reference to the Game Boy. Mm. Game Boy Advance, you mean? Yeah, Game Boy Advance. I mean, I think the, it was Game Boy as a larger platform. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, specifically Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and also Soma appears in multiple games. Okay. Uh, and also, the plot of Aria of Sorrow is ca Dracula's castle appearing in Tokyo in 2001. <laughs> oh. Fun. Yeah, it's really stupid. Yeah. Also, Alucard is there, but he's like under a 
a pseudo name and he's basically being a, an English professor in Japan. <laughs> and he like has like, he but he has like black hair and shit and he's trying to be human. Hmm. Like that's sort of where Alucard ends up in future. Interesting. Yeah, our, uh, Alucard is like the one of the most reoccurring characters in the franchise because he's immortal, so he can yeah. be wherever. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and he's the like I say, he's the main character of Symphony. Yeah, uh, and that's where the Metroidvania style of Castlevania starts. Is Symphony of the Night? Oh, yeah. On the PlayStation and Sega Saturn. Yep. Yep. Um, the only other big reference that I remember that uh, is in this is um in season three. Mm-hmm. The big blob thing of people that Isaac fights is a reference to Legion, which is a recurring boss in Castlevania. I think I've actually seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Let's talk more about Isaac and Trevor. Not Trevor. Mm, uh, Isaac and Hector. Yeah. Let, let's talk about them for a minute. I really liked them in this season. I mainly liked... Every conversation that Hector, Dracula, and Isaac had about their own philosophies on life. Yeah. And how they just, like, very different people. Even though they were all working together. And how Hector and Isaac both respected Dracula in their own different ways. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Are we supposed to feel bad for Hector? Yeah. We are? Okay. We are supposed to feel bad for him. Like, at first, you're not. Because it's like, oh, you were really stupid. But then it just, like, shit keeps happening to him, and then you can't help but feel sorry for him. The the reason, like, I, I wasn't really questioning it before. I just felt sorry for him throughout, particularly season three, but throughout yeah. the first two seasons. Well, since he was introduced. I, I don't remember if... Yeah, season yeah, one or season two? Season... He's in season two. Yeah. Season two. When okay. he's introduced. Yeah. Uh, like, it, it didn't take long for me to start feeling bad for him. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Season three really reinforced it. Um, yeah, you're supposed to feel bad for him. Yeah. And, and I didn't really question it until we were talking yesterday, just chit chatting. Uh, you mm. mentioned Hector was a protagonist in the game. Yeah, he's the protagonist of Curse of Darkness. Okay. So do you think we're going to see a face turn on him at some point? Yeah, I think what we're going to is Hector is eventually going to get big revenge. I can dig it. That's like, see, that's what I want. Like, that's what I, that's why I want more as I'm like, yeah, we're setting up all this shit for him to have bad things to happen to him for him to get big revenge. Yeah. Don't let, let, let me, um, let me clarify my point. Mm-hmm. I know we're getting more. Yeah. I don't want more. I, I, I'm fine leaving it where it is for me. Personally. I want more because I, know. I really want I want big revenge. But I just mean I don't think I'll watch season four. I will. I know you will. Um, But season three just left such a sour taste in my mouth that. Well, you want to get to season three? Uh. You want to finally unpack this luggage? Oh, wait, no. I have to mention the best scene in the entire show. Okay. 
when Dracula is fighting Alucard, mm-hmm. and they bust into Alucard's childhood room. Oh, that was heart wrenching. Oh, so good. Yeah, that that was like the. Oh. Yeah. That was so fucking. Oh, and Alucard still had to kill him. He had to. He he had gone yeah. too far. And then, when you at the end, when Trevor and Sypha leave, and he just cries. Yeah. Give this man a hug. Yeah. Please, someone give him he a hug. It. He needs it. Um, Christ. <laughs> this man needs a hug. I gotta say, throughout the... F- I didn't really disagree with Dracula. I mean, okay. Like, yeah, he went... I He went too far. He needed to die from the perspective oh, yeah, of no. a human. Oh, yeah, no, totally. But, but if I was in his shoes, I would have done the same goddamn thing. Oh, yeah, no, I like, it's one of those things where it's, like, cool mode of still murder. Yeah. Um. You know, like, yeah, but, I get where you're coming from, but. Yeah, but he, that, that scene is, like, that's his redemptive moment. And mm. it's not a redemption. It, it's not, like, a. Redemption it's, implies a forgiveness for what he did, and it's his final humanizing moment. Yeah, that that's a better word. Um, it's the thing that makes the existence of Soma make sense. I that's kind of why I really want more of this show because I would love for them to explore that because I, Soma is a reincarnation of Dracula. Yes, I don't think we're going to get that. I, I, I don't think we're going to get Soma. I, I don't um, know. We'll find out, won't we? Because I, I, I was looking at the wiki page for Soma mm-hmm. and, and the dates on him are 2035 as the earliest date. Okay. Uh, I don't see us doing that big a time skip. Except maybe as I, an epilogue. Well, that's what what I mean is that like we could totally do like finish up this Curse of Darkness part and three timeline, especially considering that Castlevania is a generational game series. Yeah, I know we could totally we could it would be so easy. It's not hard. Here's the thing, though. Yes, we're not dealing with video game writers. Okay. We're dealing with people who will want to keep writing the same cast until they finish the story of that cast, and then they'll say, "Okay, we're done." Mm-hmm. We're okay, not. That doesn't go- mean I. Can- that doesn't mean I, I can't know. want it. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I just don't think you should let yourself hope for it. Is what I'm saying. I'm not hoping for it. I'm just saying I want it. Okay. There's a. I have. I always have a. Ever since the last Airbender, I have never been a, a person who tries to get my hopes up about anything. The last Airbender killed that part of me. Okay. Because um, I was one of those people that was like, "No, it'll be good. Shut up, though." And then I went to, on my birthday to go see it. Okay. That that's a that sucks. Yeah, that'll kill it, won't it? Yeah. Um. I'm of the mind that if you're not hopeful, hoping for it, there's no point in mentioning it to begin with. 
I guess. That that's that's where I'm coming from. That's why I I feel like I that, that that's where this conversation is coming from. Well then why did we have all those conversations about fucking like DuckTales? Like like I don't know. It's like Because I, I was under the assumption that those were things you were hoping for. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. I'm I always hope for things, but there's always something in the back of my mind that's like you know, I'm expecting at any moment that none of it will happen when it comes to media. I've been disappointed too many times. I've just realized something. What's that? Most of our conversations, like the one you're just talking about, are you saying the things you want and me thinking that those are the things that I think that you think are going to happen. Yeah. And that's where our arguments come from. Yeah. I just want it. Like, it doesn't mean I'm, I think it'll legitimately happen. I just think it would be cool. You know? Okay. Yeah, like if it happens, that'd be cool. But if not, oh well, that sucks. I like I like more conversations along the lines of what do we think will happen. I mean that that's I, where I mean, my brain goes. What I think will happen is big revenge. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but that I don't know moment... if we'll see werewolf Isaac though. I mean werewolf Hector. Uh, wait, no, I was wrong about the werewolf thing. That's you a were? different okay. character. That's a different character. Okay. Uh yeah, I can't remember his name though. Okay. He's a yeah, Hector is not a werewolf. He he is a he is a devil forge master like oh. in the show. Yeah. Um does he I fight forget the name using of... that later on? Uh yeah, he's got like magic and shit. Okay. He uses like the the he uses a sword, the vampire killer and he has like magic. Okay. Yeah. I forget the name of the the werewolf character. He's from a, one of the older games. Cornell. 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 Okay. Yeah, Cornell. All right. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about their about Hector and Isaac's backgrounds? Yeah, like Isaac is Isaac was a slave. Like that's there's no you know he's a black man in what was this 1400s? You know. Mm, and yeah. Yeah. Like, th there's no getting around the fact that he was a slave. Like, it's it's very... Like, they don't say it, that's never... but, like... That's interesting, because that's not where I read it. I read it as he was a slave. I thought it was, like, that... He was, like, the apprentice of some knight, or, like, the... The servant of... Yeah, slave makes more sense, I guess. Yeah, it's like... Like, I... what... I thought it was I, I forget I always forget that's 1400s. Yeah, it's like 1483 or something. Yeah, shit, right? I, I always forget that. I, I'm always thinking it's further back than that, and I'm thinking more right. like like Crusader times for some reason. No, this is yeah 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 because I was thinking like maybe he was from Antioch or something. No, um, he's from uh he's clearly from like Northern Africa. Like, yeah, yeah, Northern Africa or like. Possibly the Middle East. Uh, no, Northern unclear, Africa, probably like Libya or something. Yeah, he might. He's from. He might also be from like. Uh, he could be from like Egypt, possibly. Yeah. That's he's, still he's Northern a, Africa. Yeah, he's um. Because he is a. Uh, 
he mentions Muhammad like several times in season three. Yeah, that's true. Which I'm glad that they're not just that. I'm glad that we have one character that's like they're both channeling quote unquote God's magic, and one of them is not Christian. Yeah. Um, the 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 show's philosophy on uh, God is very interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, the 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 one thing, the, I mean, there's more than one thing from the show that sticks with me. But the first thing from the show that sticks with me is that scene in. Um, What, what what's that first village they're in? Oh yeah, yeah. Where, where Alucard's Al- asleep. Yeah, I forget, but yeah. Yeah. Um, they're in there, and the the demons go into the church, and the the, the bishops there, and uh, the demons are like, "Your God doesn't love you, but we do." Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like that. Uh, Clearly, I don't think any one of the religions are necessarily correct in this one. It's just there's mm-hmm. a force that is God. There's a force that is Satan. Yeah. Or th- those are just our names for them. Yeah. Um. And just because... And it it's like just because, you know, you're in a church... That doesn't automatically mean you have God's protection. I, I find I, I like that. I like that setting. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting that like God isn't. It, he does clearly, whatever this God or whatever the force is, it, it like does pick and choose who it gives its blessing and power to. Yeah. And. And it works. They work. Like, li- li- not to quote the Bible, but God works in mysterious ways and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I think, I think it's purely a meritocracy type situation here, where it's not so much going by scripture, but more intent and yeah, the nature of your deeds to the point where even though Alucard is half vampire, I still think he would have God's protection in this universe. Yeah, totally. And uh, even though Trevor is kind of a scumbag, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's fighting use, on the he's, yeah. He's fight. He has like this consecrated weapon. Yeah. Well, uh, that that's another thing because like, remember mm. that the demons used the corpse of the bishop to bless the water. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I think there's something about consecration that supersedes God's will. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's that was one of the most interesting things that makes me really question what this show's philosophy about what God and the nature of hell is. Like, honestly. That was one of the most interesting ones. Yeah. To me it um it feels like it's less of like hell as a biblical sense and more hell as a plainer sense. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think heaven and hell are just like places. Yeah, and and, and you're just channel- all those other places. Channeling, and you're just channeling the energy of those places. Yeah, and one is not 
good or evil. It's just, you know. Yeah. And, and God's not necessarily in heaven. Yeah, no, not um, necessarily. Like, also, I, I, we don't even... Also, God might not even be real. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Like, we don't know. It's like, it's really left open. Yeah. For, inter- for interpretation, like real religion. Yeah, for sure. Um... Which is really hard to do in a show where magic and demons actually exist. Yeah, it is kind of... I think it's easy to... An easy way to do it just to write it off as it's just another type of magic. Yeah, That it has is, but been it's... codified into religion. Yes, but it's more complicated than that, it clearly. Is, yeah. Um, because there's no reason for the demon... The demons could have just been like, you believe in God? Seriously? <laughs> Uh, but they yeah, but... specifically call out that God isn't protecting him, not yeah. that God isn't real. So... And also that demons aren't necessarily like, they, how do I put this, is that all the demons are souls from hell. The the be... yeah. The way it seems to me is that um, sinners wind up in hell. Yes. And then, just by nature of being there and the torture that they are have inflicted upon them, it warps them into demonhood. Yeah, kind of like how what happened to Lucifer. Yeah. How Lucifer was an angel, but he was in hell for so long that he became something else. Yeah. Because God did create hell. Yeah. He created the heaven and the earth and hell. He created everything. Yeah. I... But, um, you know. And the show genuinely doesn't shy away from asking deep philosophical questions about the nature of God and evil and good and people. I mean, people. It, it has to. Because that's it has to. part of... You, you really cannot... You can talk about vampires without talking about religion. Because it can be, like, a different reality. Vampires. Yeah. Like D&D vampires or whatever. But you cannot talk about vampires on Earth. You cannot talk about Dracula mm-hmm. without bringing up religion and God and Satan. Also, especially considering the like in actual like history, freaking Vlad Tepes was a very religious man. Yeah, uh, the Order of the Dragon was a religious order. The yeah. which is where he gave has. I, I know you know this, but for the listeners, uh, yeah, 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 the, go on. The, he he was uh, Vlad Tepes Dracul, uh, or his father was Dracul, uh, which meant he was part of the Order of the Dragon, uh, and Dracula is means son of the dragon. Um, yep. and when he took over for his father, he became Dracul, uh, which means he joined the Order of the Dragon, which was a religious order of knights Templars who. Uh, protected Eastern and Southern Europe from uh, Turkish invade. Yeah. Like, that's why Dracula is a... Um, Vlad Tepes is basically like a folk hero in Wallachia. His home country. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit more modern because he was reviled at the time for the the impaling was a thing he did. Yeah, he was Vlad the Impaler. That was not false. Um, yeah, and but most of the impaling was Turkish. his enemies. Yeah, his enemies. Yeah. But, 
But it was also, you know, criminals. It, it was people who may have been wrongly accused. Um, yeah, totally, because, I mean, religion of the time. Yeah. I mean, I say of the time, but... You know, let, let's not get into that. Medieval Christianity was way harsher than modern Christianity. There, oh, yeah. 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 There, there's yeah. no getting around that. Particularly the religion that was in that area, which was Byzantine mm-hmm. uh, Orthodoxy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wasn't... Actually, it might have been Catholic by that point. I mean, clearly the one we see in the series itself is Catholic. Yeah. Roman, Roman Catholic, specifically. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, there's there's a there's a pope and everything. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the Byzantine I mean, Church had its own pope. Yeah, yeah, it could be Byzantine. You're not wrong. It could be either, or it could be Roman Catholic. Uh, but no, it could no, be no, 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 no. The the church, the the cross, the the Byzantine cross is different. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. Um. Um. So this is, it is Catholic. This is kind of going on a different, like talking about a different piece of fiction, but but this is related to. Tep Vlad and Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, my f- one of my favorite interpretations of Vlad is fate. Vlad. Yeah. Because specifically the one from Apocrypha, because the Vlad from uh, Extra is different. Okay. Uh, put it simply, they're both two different because servants can be different aspects of a different historical figure. Yeah, that's why there's like multiple types of Yeah. And the Vlad from Apocrypha and Extra are two different aspects of Vlad the historical figure. But anyway, yeah. the one from Extra uh, not Extra, Apocrypha uh, is uh, really interesting because people's belief in a servant and the the, the stories about them can change their powers. Mm. And the Vlad of Apocrypha despises the myth of him ever being a vampire. Yeah. But he does have the power to become a vampire with one of his noble phantasms. Because it's part of his myth. Part of his myth, yeah. But he was never actually a vampire. Yeah, yeah. He never drank blood. Or anything like that. Yeah, all that shit. It's it's, but it's people's perception of him created this thing. Well, I mean that that, fact, that really more just goes to uh, Bram Stoker. Yeah, and then the um, it's really interesting because vampires are a huge deal in the Type Moon verse. Mm. And even though Dracula isn't like a true true vampire, when he becomes the vampire of his noble phantasm, he equals the original vampires in Type Moon myth because of his, because of, like, the his legend. That's really, fate, fate's a lot better than people give it credit for. It really is. Um, when fate is good, it's really good. It's just that when fate is bad, it's really bad. Yeah, it, it's, it's polarizing. It really is. Because uh, in that same series, because in the Apocrypha is also where Jack the Ripper shows up, so. Yeah. So Apocrypha yeah. has both Vlad Dracul, Vlad Tepish, and it also has Frankenstein. Yep. Uh, uh, does it have any other like famous horror was, characters? I mean, I know Jack uh, the Ripper, but that that's a real life horror. Yeah, Jack the Ripper. Um Well, who is Does it have the there? does it have the Beast of Gevoudin in it? 
No, there's no other horror. The only other horror thing that I can think of in Fate is Jekyll and Hyde, but they're in a different thing. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, Dracula's real good. Like, Dracula uh, is real good, and I, I hope we get more of him later. Yeah. That's kind of why I want... I want the Soma thing because it because they've made Dracula such a sympathetic character, it would make that storyline really interesting. You know? Yes. Yes it would. I also yeah, wouldn't I mean, mind just a bit of him and Lisa in hell. Yeah, I mean we saw them at the end of season three. Yeah, but neither of them spoke. You know what I mean? I mean it's we're clearly setting up Dracula coming back. Yeah, clearly. I know. Yeah, for sure. Cause I mean that's kind of the whole for though for spoiler alert. <laughs> The whole thing in Castlevania is that Dracula keeps coming back. Yeah. Yeah, even I know that. Yeah, I'm just, you know, it's, it's just funny. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, do you, do you want to start unpacking season three? Um, you know what? We're actually going to take our, our second break, and then when we get mm-hmm. back, it's all season three. Though, all right. there'll still be some season one and two, because we really haven't touched on Carmilla. No. Uh, and we really have to talk about season two to talk about Carmilla in the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually where I want to start when we come back. Okay. Uh, but maybe we should maybe we should talk about season three as a whole and then go in on Carmilla and her uh, her whatever the four ver- four person version of a triumvirate is quadumvirate quartet quartet. Quartet is, is there's, to trio. There's no there's no other there's no other word, my dude. Alright. Well, it's a quartet. In fact in fact Lenore calls them a quartet. Oh, okay. Fine. I like quad quadrum for it, but whatever. I like making words more than whatever. Whatever. Um So yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back Season three and a whole lot of Carmilla. And welcome back again to Acme Podcast Incorporated. Uh, let, let's uh, let's talk about season three. Uh, broad strokes, broad strokes of season three, and then we'll dive into Carmela and her quartet mm-hmm. and through that we'll talk about the series the the season more in depth i think it'll be a jumping off point yeah season three has a lot of like one too many plot threats it really does like um, you could have you could have like the one the only one i'd say that didn't need to be there is alucard's all the other was, ones are all, all the other ones are important. I was gonna say the same thing. Uh, if there was any that I was gonna cut, it'd be Alucard's. Alucard's. Yeah, it adds. It kind of doesn't add anything. Yeah. It it just sort of cement. I don't like what it forbears. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just don't like. All it does is establish he's lonely. And we could have done that with one scene. Yeah. Which we which we did. <laughs> yeah. We we could have just <laughs> You know what I would have rather than the whole uh plot with um Taka and Sumi. Taka and Sumi. Mm-hmm. I would have just like at the end of sort of like the uh the robot at the end of the amphibia episodes this season mm-hmm. just in just cut back 10 to him. second it just 10 seconds of him puttering around the estate and the castle in a very bored manner like honestly if you had like had ep- parts of this season where we cut to alucard and alucard is like trying to entertain himself and he's the comic relief to lighten the mood of this season i would have welcomed that that would have been fun. I this this really could have used some lightning. Yeah. Um, it could have used. We needed a this season felt like the the writers didn't want to stop for a, half a second to just let me breathe. Yeah. It. It it um. Its pacing is terrible, actually. It really is. Yeah. Um. I think we're in agreement. This is the weakest season, right? Oh yeah, it's it's pacing is terrible. All the individual stories are actually like, with the exception of Alucard's, are actually interesting. It's just that like the way they're strung together and the way that like nothing is ever given a moment to like breathe or like have brevity. I mean, there's some yeah. brevity in the the Cipher and Trevor stuff early on, but after a point, there's none. Yeah, early on, I really felt like Sypha was unhinged, almost. No, um, she's not unhinged. She just does, has no experience with how the world really is because she's... She was just super excited, is all. Yeah, yeah, she was excited and, to like and, be on adventures, and she didn't yeah, know... Um, she, and this was her ha- getting a reality check. Yeah, it, it the, the, the Trevor's line at the end where, uh, you got to live your dream, but now you're living my reality. Pretty that, much. That sums it up. Um, I so I at at start I didn't like where Sypha was heading because she seemed unhinged to me almost. Um, I I know now at this point she wasn't. It, it was yeah, just no, she, she she was high on success. She was high on success. She was uh, like experiencing the world for the first time, really truly. Yeah, it, it's like when someone moves out for the first time and. They're enjoying just sitting in their living room naked. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like that. Um, mm. She has a a very... Um, she, she just... She has a... Uh, what's the word looking for? She, she was far too optimistic as a person. Yes. Um, she's an idealist. Yeah, she's an idealist. She was too optimistic. And she was met... And, she met. She was met with her desires for a while, for a couple months to a year. We don't. Mm-hmm. We, they they never really solidly establish how long it's been since the end of season two. Couple months at, at the most, or the least, rather. I, I'm, yeah, at the least a couple months, but they say maybe a year. Uh, at one point. Um, that was Al- that was Alucard, but that was because he had no sense of time. No, I remember Trevor also saying maybe a year. No, he said a couple months. 
All right, whatever. Uh, we can go back and forth on this all day. It, it um, doesn't. It doesn't matter. Time has yeah. passed. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, the most like interesting story to me was Isaac's story. Yeah. Uh. Both of Isaac's for sure followed by the Forge Master. The other uh, by by uh, Hector. Hector. Yeah. Yeah. Hector and Isaac's story are the most interesting. I I combined two senses that I wanted to say in my head. One was the I was going to say both of the Forge Master stories were the most interesting, but then I was also no mm-hmm. Isaac's was more interesting than Hector's, but Hector's was also interesting and it merged. Isaac Isaac was more like a lot of his story was like really getting into like questioning his entire philosophy. Yeah. And, and doubting what he tr- originally believed. But everything that happened kind of reinforced it in the end. It it did and it didn't. On the one hand, he was like... It, humanity. I think he realized that while humanity is cruel at all... Like, I think the, his conversation with the captain is what kind of like really cements his... Yeah. Yet his conclusion that humanity has... Uh, capacity for infinite malice and infinite kindness. Yeah. And he just, and he, after he gets his big revenge, he, um, doesn't know, he's still, like, kind of in this, like, I don't know what I want to do about that. You know? Like, do I want to be a conqueror and build, and, like, put my own thing on the world, or do I want to, like, just go somewhere and just be alone? Or whatever, like he doesn't. I don't think he knows. He's just kind of living in the moment now. The feeling I had at the end was I spoke too rashly when I said it, it cemented everything. I think mm-hmm. it recontextualized his view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it cemented his immediate goal. Mm-hmm. He wants to take out Hector, he wants to take out Carmilla. Yeah, that's unchanged. Yes. Uh, I agree. I don't think he wants to destroy all of humanity, but I think he does. I think he might go a little vigilante. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he. I think he at this moment he's still trying to figure out that specific yeah. part of what he wants, his long-term aspirations. Or he might go hermit. Yeah. Or he might go hermit. I mean, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. I wouldn't blame him. Just go out and live alone. Just keep um, his night creatures as a, a wall. Yeah, the the two most interesting things and in conversations he has are one with the captain and that scene where he's talking to the one of the night creatures in the desert. The fly faced the the, philo- yeah. the philosopher. Yeah, from Greece. That shit was good. Yeah, that was a really. That's the best scene in this whole season. Anytime Isaac talks to anyone is phenomenal. Yeah, Isaac, his. His storyline kind of saves this from being completely awful. I mean, and Hector's is yeah. good, but it's not, like, enough to bring to, like... I mean, which isn't to say Sypha and Trevor's story isn't good. It's just, like... Well, like, it's fine. It's not bad. There's elements of that story that I really thought were unnecessary. Of Trevor's, I mean. Trevor and Sypha's. The, the, nece- the unnecessary part is the, the twist of the judge at the very end. Yeah, the it's, judge... The judge being a serial killer was unnecessary. Speaking of unnecessary, 
Uh, hold on, hold on. I, I want to talk about uh, okay. Hector's thing while we're still talking about like yeah unnecessary and stuff like that. Um, Hector's wasn't bloated at all. It had everything it needed to. It just wasn't yeah. as inter- It just wasn't as interesting as Isaac's. Yeah, it just. I'd say it, it's right between that and Trevor and Cyphers. Yeah, there's a hierarchy here. Yeah, it, it's Isaac, Isaac is, Hector, Trevor and Cypher, and then Alucard. Yeah, in terms of all these plot threads. Uh, not to say that there isn't interesting stuff in Alucard's. It's just... But everything it amounts to it pisses me the fuck off. Can we just talk about this already? Yeah, let, let's just get to Alucard. Uh, and then we'll talk about Carmilla, because we, we, cannot, we cannot skimp on the quartet. Yeah. And we haven't talked about Carmilla at all, really. No, we haven't. We'll uh, talk about her in a minute. I have been fuming. I know. You, you have been enraged. Um, I, was enjo- I was really enjoying the Alucard subplot until episode 9. Yeah. It's... it's it's not the it's it's not the fact it's not just the fact that it's like the whole like let's not even begin to unpack the whole like the our only representation of gay people or bad people not even begin to unpack that but like I mean we're not gonna get into the debate about whether you think they're gay or not let's yeah that, does, that's it, not worthwhile um, it's it doesn't matter. It sucks either way. Yeah. And it's just like... And not, and not to mention, they're also characters of color that are gay, which makes it yeah. even worse. Yeah. And and then also, the worst part about it is that it... Is... It comes out of nowhere. It, I it disagree it, on that. I know. I... It's it's like okay, one episode okay, well, they're like no one episode they're like yeah maybe we should give him a word like maybe, do you think he's hiding something or us like having a completely casual conversation and then goes and then they go full fucking we're are you insane you. that yes. was a loaded conversation that whole conversation was creepy as hell that wasn't a, oh we should give him a reward that was a we should give him a reward that's not how I read it I read it as they were talking in code because he has super hearing that's not how I read it at all. No, I did not trust the twin, the, the 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 Taka and Sumi from the start. That there was something off about them the entire time. I didn't get that at all. Uh, I yeah, no, there there was something off about them the entire time. I did well, not expect it to end well. I just didn't think they would go as far as they did. That's not what. That's not the read I got, and that's why okay. it pissed me off so much. It it just felt like it came out of nowhere. Really like didn't. there was there was no there was no like build up to it either. It was like they just had one conversation, and then it happened. It was like there was no like, and they had another conversation with Alucard, and it's like, are you sure you're not hiding something from us? Like there was, it just was, it was poorly paced and poorly written, and ended up that amounting to amounting to nothing. Yeah. Um. Well, no. No, it, it does amount to something. Uh, I just don't like what it amounts to. We we see, we clearly have very different problems with Alucard's story. Yeah. Um, it sucks no matter what. Really, yes, it it's a bad story to begin to just out the gate. We're in agreement there, but y- 
the reasons you think it sucks are different from what I think it sucks. Yeah, they're both valid um, reasons for thinking it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't like it because it, it ended with him starting to become his father. Mm-hmm. Um. His story started with him clearly a little unhinged, talking to dolls like they're the real people. Sci-fi and Trevor, yeah. Yeah. Loneliness will do that to a person. Um yeah. But it, it's... It's... It's also him becoming a little unstable. Um and, and then he, he has two people there, and they're... He doesn't see it. Or maybe he does a little bit. He, he's cautious enough to be wary, but he's also lonely enough that he's willing to welcome them in. And, mm. and you said you didn't... You really didn't get any vibes from them at all? No. God almighty, I don't know. I That's... Wow. Um, I was like Alucard and actually trusted them. Yeah, no. Uh, because, because the reason I said that I trusted them... Because I'm like, everything else in this season is so awful, surely they wouldn't do this again in this storyline, too. Nah. Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, I know what you mean. From a meta's perspective, like, surely this storyline isn't also t- isn't also full of, like, this shit. We have to have some brevity. Otherwise, what's the point? But I was wrong. Yeah, no, I I just didn't have that feeling in me. Well, I did. Yeah, but, you know. I um. They were they, from the start. I had the feeling that Alucard's story from here on out was building up to him developing a resentment towards. Actually, even going further back, even going back to season two, his storyline was heading in a him building up a resentment towards Trevor and Sypha. Hmm. Um. Because the way that they're sort of giggling without him, and he's staring at a book, like, he wants to be part of that, but he feels that he can't. And he wants, and, he wants I mean, what Trevor has with Sypha, I would but agree he with that feels that if, he can't. I would agree with that if it weren't for the scene right after where she goes to comfort him. <laughs> yeah, but just because... Mm-hmm. Would you want to be comforted by your crush after she basically just told you, or after you just saw her flirting with the guy she has a crush on? I mean, that's if you're reading it like it's not a polycule. It's not. I mean, I would like it to be, but it's not. Yeah, but there's a, there's a difference between reading it and, like, what's... This is fully like this is both us interpreting it completely differently. This okay. is completely interpretation. No, this goes further than that. This is philosophy. This is philosophy to viewing. You're treating headcanon as you're treating not just headcanon, but your desired headcanon. Are we okay? Here's my question: Is it ever explicitly stated that Alcar has any romantic feelings for Sypha at all in any capacity? <sighs> Through his actions and the way he reacts to things, yes. They see you're you're doing interpretation, which is what I'm doing. Okay, but there's difference between you're, you're interpreting what he does a different way than I am, and that's... you're interpreting something that the writers wouldn't even consider. Okay, so so 
There's a like, difference. There is a difference. Like, I don't... The right... You, you have to understand. I would like them to be a polycule as well. I like that dynamic for them. But I also realize that these writers wouldn't go for that. Okay, until I'm told otherwise, that's how I'm going to interpret it. You, you, like, you're just... Then you're setting yourself up for heartbreak. I don't... I've done that before, Laser, and it's... Why do like, you do it, then? Because that's how fan fiction works. <laughs> but you can't apply that logic to canon. Oh, Fan fiction right. and canon right, are completely to, we, separate. All right, we need to, we need to, like... We need to reel it in. We're getting, we're getting heated up in here. We're, we're... It's a question of heated. artist intent. Yeah, and until I'm told explicitly what the artist's intent is, I'm going to interpret it my way. Like, that's that's how it works. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. If, you if have to take is, in, if, you no, have to take into consideration the nature of the artist. Okay. You're not taking that into consideration. Yeah, but you're also... Your whole thing is interpretation as well. Yes, because interpretation is what it is, but it has to be interpretation based on something other than what you want. Yeah, but I don't read your interpretation at all, and you don't read mine. So, like, what? <sighs> and also, like, I couldn't. I don't even have to read it as a polycule. I could read it as just that, like, or any romantic thing at all. It's just that he's lonely. Period. And Cypher yes. going okay. to comfort him. Okay. And Cypher okay. going to comfort him as a friend. That is also a valid interpretation. Okay. Like that. Then let, let's still, let's and take that's still and that okay. still validates my point. Let's take away my my comparison then of you being someone you feel estranged from in the moment is coming to comfort you, but that doesn't cure your estrangement. Okay. That's like, you, you, you know what, whatever. I don't. Uh, we're just going to disagree, agree to disagree on this one. Alright, fine. I, I don't, like, okay. Let, let me just, let me, let me back it up. You're correct in the fact that yes, polycool probably never happened. You're correct, and I am... I am ho uh, yes, that's fair. That's a very fair and valid point. And, but I do think that her comforting as a friend is a completely like, like yeah, like I don't like I. That is a valid interpretation, you know, and it can be read either way, right? And I don't think, and I think Alucard's loneliness isn't coming from that. Alucard's loneliness is that, like, Trevor and Sypha go off on their own because they got their own things to do, and his, he killed his own father. That's when the, the loneliness and shit starts to sit in, not those moments. And he misses the companionship of Sypha and Trevor because, like, he makes the dolls of the two of them. Yes. Like, he misses their companionship, not specifically Sypha. I know. I, I'm, I'm not... My point is that it didn't have to be Sypha and Trevor. Mm -hmm. 
there was he felt an incredible loneliness even before. That's why he went to sleep for so long. So he didn't have to deal with the the distance he felt between both the vampire world and the human world. Yeah, that's yeah, no, that's fair. And, and so it, no matter how much comforting you may receive, that distance isn't going to go away. Well, no, that's and then how, just when he's starting to feel closer to them, they, they go away. To, yeah, no, that, yes. That, yes. Agreed, we agree on this. Okay. Yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm very sorry. We got very heated there. Yeah, we, we've been doing this all evening. Like, even yeah, off, I don't, off podcast. I don't, I don't know why, I don't. I've had a good. I it's it's weird. I've had a good day. I've been in a good mood all day. No, I'm just. You know what? I might just being being stubborn. I'm sorry. No, no. I I feel like I'm. I'm also being stubborn, but that's also just. That's yeah, just me. I'm always yeah, stubborn. Yeah, yeah, we're both we're both kind of stubborn. Yeah, honestly. like I mean, I am. <laughs> uh, uh. I don't believe in. Uh, the zodiac shit at all whatsoever, mm-hmm. but I I am a Taurus. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. and also, I've always jokingly said if my family had a heraldry, it would be a goat. Yeah. Um, because we're all stubborn as hell. Yes. You know what? I just sorry, folks. That that was a little that was a little more heated than usual. Honestly. Yeah. I think it makes for good content though. Yeah, it does, and, and you know we it, we're ending on, and also at the end of the day, it's who cares? It's yeah. not a it's not a convers it's not an argument that actually matters. Yeah, it's not politics. It's not uh. It, it does it's, not actually affecting people's lives. Yeah, it, like, it's just fucking it's cartoons. cartoons. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the stuff cares? you should argue about. Yeah, shit that doesn't actually matter. It's, we're not going to end our friendship over fucking I'll, Castlevania. I, yeah, fucking. <laughs> That'd be stupid. Yeah, that. Uh, oh, God, I mean, I just wanted to like clear the air on that. Yeah, yeah, no. Because uh, we 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 did get a little. Yeah, I I. Uh, uh, oof, I'm I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm I'm sorry too. I think we yeah. both. Just, no, we we, both, we, we were. We're both kind of being stubborn in our own ways. And yeah. Just kind of. Yeah. I, I um. I need oh, to good. be. I need to be able to look out of a different perspective more, mm-hmm. um, and that's hard sometimes because I. Well, you know that's a conversation for my therapist. Yeah, uh... <laughs> I mean, and I mean, and you're correct about the writer's intent and shit. And it's, I'm being a little too, you know hopeful it's, in that capacity and you're you're correct it, it, it it's it's and it's coloring my interpretation a little bit i'm taking out years of frustration with fandom mentality on you and mm-hmm. i'm sorry for that yeah i mean it's yeah cuz this this is this sort of argument is the one that i've been getting angry with every time i see someone angry that the writers didn't make a, the the ship a polycule or something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. it be yeah, it'd be nice, but they're normies. They're 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 not thinking that way, you know. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, and also, I, w I, I agree with that on a certain level, but also, like, we're getting so much more actual representation in cartoons these days. Yes, you we know? are. Um, no, no. These two thoughts aren't mutually exclusive. Oh, okay. Okay. The two thoughts aren't mutually exclusive. I get where you're coming from. Like, on the one hand, the whole polycule thing is still a very fringe, like, accepted thing. Oh. And oh, but okay. also on the on the other hand, we are getting more actual like different, you know. But all, yeah. like yeah, I I just want to say before I I get called out uh for hypocrisy because I I genuinely got heated when they didn't go for the uh, kite man Ivy Harley polycule and Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Uh, because that would have been so easy there, and I I I I guess yeah. because they were willing to go the lesbian route, I I figured. You know, why wouldn't they just go that final step? Um, yeah, I mean, we do have lesbians in this show. Yeah, we do. Uh, I just... The difference is, to me... Mm -hmm. Everything in this show feels very male gazy. Hmm. Like, it, it, they, they didn't include gay people for for uh wokeness points or anything like that they made striga and what was her name um morana yeah. uh they, yeah. they made them lesbians because it it makes sense from a liturgical point of view like because carmilla is carmilla's a we'll, we'll we'll use this to transition to carmilla in a second i guess because uh, I, I don't think we're going to have too much to argue there. Uh, mm. She's pretty cut and dry. Um, but yeah. Carmilla is often... Well, from a historical point of view, I, do you know what Carmilla's based on? Yeah, freaking Elizabeth. The the Queen Elizabeth. Well, no! You know, Car Carmilla. Like, the yeah, her. No, the first gothic vampire story, Carmilla. Yeah, which is based off of Elizabeth, the, the queen who bathed in virgin's blood and created the Iron Maidens and shit. Yes. You look up like Carmilla. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. Although, that could be, uh, my, uh, fate thing, coloring my opinion. Yeah, I that's... think that's fate, because I don't think the, the, the literature, literature character is actually based on that. Uh, Elizabeth Bathory. Elizabeth Bathory. Oh, yes. yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think that's who she's based on. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. Stories of Bathory's sadistic ceremonies are verified by testimony, blah, blah, blah. Stories describing Bathory's vampiric tendencies, such as the tale that she bathed in blood of virgins to retain her youth, were generally recorded after years of her death. Her story quickly became part of the national folklore, and her infamy persists to this day. Some of it insisting inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay, but I'm not talking about Dracula. I mean, I know, and nicknames and 
she's also called the Blood Countess in Captain Dracula. But yeah, you know, you're right. It, it, that that's fate. That's fate. Uh, yeah. Uh, Carmilla is uh, the. Uh, it's an. It's another Irish uh, vampire gothic horror story similar to Dracula. Um, written by uh, Sheridan Le Fanu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's she was uh, she's like the prototypical lesbian vampire. Yeah. Um. Also, I would I don't agree with the Strega Morana thing because their relationship is very. There's no sexual addition in any capacity. It's yeah. very tendy. Okay, you're right. Their their relationship specifically is not um at all male gazy. But I I think just. I think. Okay, no, it wasn't male gazy, but I think it was just for a liturgical... I don't think liturgical is the right word. Uh, like a literary sense, you know? To tie in with Carmilla's history as like the prototypical lesbian vampire. I mean... And Carmilla herself is a character who, just by her nature... In, in the, this version of Carmilla, I mean, the, the Castlevania version, is a, a version who's such a narcissistic Col- sociopath that colossal sh- colossal bitch that's a more colloquial way sure um that sh- she's not capable of romance or affection of anyone towards anyone other than herself i mean she's capable of sex that's for we know that for sure do we see her uh, she talks about how she's had sex with godbrand she talks about how she was in a bed with like six men that strikes me as uh, sex as manipulation, though. Yeah, no, I mean, that's she's a sexual being, but she's not a romantic being. Yes, and I, I think just... I think the reason why they made uh, Striga and... Uh, I forgot her name again. Marana. Marana. Uh, Marana. Marana and Striga is just to feed into the the literary tradition of the lesbian vampire. Uh, less... I mean, for like, maybe I'm being too pessimistic Actually, on the nature of the writers. Yeah, and maybe you inclusion. Yeah, maybe you are. Maybe you are. Just a little bit. Uh, I don't I mean, trust. Be, I don't trust I mean, when it comes to. I mean, I'm gonna. Um, yeah, I I can agree with you considering the stuff with Sumi and Taka. So like, yeah. yeah. Uh. Until I see another well-represented gay couple, I'm I'm going to press X to doubt a little bit. Yeah, I, to be fair, it's possible to do good once and fuck up a second time. Um, yeah. But I just, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe they were seeking to put representation into this show. They were just following a literary tradition. I mean, I don't know. That it, that is a little pessimistic. I uh, yeah. Uh, w- when it comes to representation, I mm-hmm. I don't press X to doubt. I throw my controller through the TV because I'm just like, yeah, no, this is this is that. Hmm. Um. Because at the end, it it's beholden to corporate executives and i have zero faith in corporate executives i mean you say that but owl house does exist yeah that's because dana terrace really fought for it and she had enough pull and history at 
Disney. And Shira. Shira was definitely Ste- they they hired Noel Stevenson because they wanted to do that from the get go. DreamWorks Steven needed Universe. to make Steven. Okay, Steven Universe was. Uh yeah okay I'll give yeah well Steven Universe was the trailblazer. Mm-hmm. And then Adventure Time. Adventure Time, yeah. Adventure Time was subtle. About. Adventure Time was subtle enough that it was denied until the end. Until the end. Until yeah. the end. But by the end, Steven Universe had started, right? I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, even so, we're living I... we're living in a new age now in terms of this shit, you know. So I'm I'm will, more willing to believe that it might actually be trying to represent. I'm not. Because I see Shira as DreamWorks realizing they fucked up with Voltron and needing to course correct on another series. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed to generate goodwill. Man, you really are a pessimist. When it co- only with representation, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, or really anytime corporate executives come into play, then I'm a pessimist. No, you're. No, you're no, you're correct. Yeah, um, any any, I don't trust corporations. I don't trust executives. I don't trust old white men in suits. You shouldn't. Yeah. The only white man in a suit I trust is Doug Dimmadome. and even I barely trust him. Yeah, I don't trust him at all. I don't trust anyone in a suit genuinely. Like that's just untrustworthy to me. That that's the first sign they should not be trusted. That or smiling for no reason. Mm-hmm. At that point, they're just trying to sell you something. That's no, yeah. God, you sound like such an old man. Uh, I am an old. I, I've been an old man since I was seven. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Carmilla is Carmilla. Scheming, yeah, is a bitch. Narcissistic sociopath. As narcissistic, scheming bitch. Yeah. She's a huge bitch. Just like she was. How do I put this? Her her in season two was like you felt like there was like, okay, okay, yeah, she has a plan. She has a plan, and she's like genuinely a good strategist and shit. And then we cut to the end of season two and season three. And you're like, oh wait, no, she's actually not. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Hmm. Say say the part about season two again. I'm sorry. I like the end. The end of season two when her, all of her plans just go to shit. Oh yeah. Like just like oh wait no she's actually not. Yeah she she's a she didn't have her logistics team. <laughs> she's a, she has a, she has passion and she has a drive and she has like big gumption. dreams. But she's got gumption. Yeah, gum, she's got gumption, but she just doesn't you know. You yeah. Know. She she schemes and then Striga, Marana, and Lenore make it work. <laughs> like the the other thing that makes Alucard's thing unnecessary is that like it's like you're just doing like you're already doing this with Hector. Why do we need this exact same thing? Yeah. Like what's the point? It's like this whole like you like yeah you're like you oh so you want. Yeah, you want to set up some dark shit. I mean, you're already doing it. You wanted to do, like, a betrayal. You're already doing it. What if it's the opposite of that, and Hector and Alucard find each other? They find a kindred oh. spirit in one another. Oh. Oh, I would love that. 
I would love that, actually. Truly. See, I, I can come up with uh, optimistic shit every now and then. Oh. Like, even if it's... Bringing back my pessimism. Even if it's not as a ship and it's just a, uh, a team. But I would be pretty would... happy if it was as a relationship. Um, oh, I would love that. Yeah. I'd love that very much. Yeah. I can get behind that. Because... After yeah. season three, mm-hmm. Alucard's definitely taken on a bit of his father's point of view, I think. Mm-hmm. Represented by him impaling the corpses of Taka and Sumi. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I don't think he's gone to the extreme of kill them all. And he hasn't gone even to the point of corral them or pen them up or anything like that. It's just he he doesn't want anything to do with them. And that's more in line with what Hector feels. He just wants to be a lonely old man in the woods. Yeah. Um. You know what? Okay. If you wanted to, like, hammer home Alucard's, like, whole, like, he's going mad. He might be, like, being, like, doubting what he's doing or whatever. You could have, and but you wanted to have characters for him to talk to because he's all alone. You know what you could have done? Remember Tell that me. scene where you remember, you remember that scene where he sees a vision of his father going down the staircase? Yeah, have him talk to ghosts or yeah, talk like to ghosts. mental ghosts. Yeah, mental ghosts. Like that would like he was already talking to himself anyway. Yeah, and that would have I don't know been way more interesting. It would have because it would have given us more uh, Dracula and more Lisa. Yeah, and it would have given, like, an internal monologue to Alucard's feelings. Yeah. He could have had flashbacks to his childhood. Yeah, we could have. Like, him going through the castle and, like, seeing visions of what it was like living in the castle. There there are better, less crushing ways to cement him slipping into instability without... And loneliness. And loneliness. Um... And showing him turn into his father a little without the necessity of Taka and Sumi. Yeah. It was unnecessary and just terrible. Yeah. You know, okay. Now, to be fair, I am looking forward to Al. I'm looking forward to Trevor and Sypha showing up at the castle and Trevor going, those are new. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> Just seeing the skeletons impaled on spikes and being like, those are new. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be kind of a funny joke. Yeah, that that would, uh, that, yeah, I I would like that. I was really waiting the whole time for them to go back to the castle, then realize we need Alucard. You know what? I think that that's what's going to happen is because all that shit that yeah. happened to them. Like, you know what? We need a break. Let's go see Alucard. And then oh. they come back and it's like, oh, Alucard, honey. <laughs> I wasn't even... Th- Sorry. Go on. Like, you, you've been having a bad time, huh? <laughs> yeah. We, I was... And he's like, uh, but anyway. Sorry. No, no, no. Go on. Go on. And it's like, you look like you've had a bad time, too. And they just go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, go on. I, I wasn't even picturing, like, we need a break. I was thinking more like... We just we need Alucard. <laughs> we we need him. He he's yeah. he's the missing element. He he's his own font of knowledge that 
is something we're missing. I think it's more of like, we needed to not be on the road for a while. Let's go see what Zalicard's up to. I'm sure I'm sure he'll brighten our day. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are new. Yeah. You know, that's what I picture happening. Honestly. Okay. Because yeah. I mean, we gotta get the th- we gotta get the trio back together. Yeah, we do. Um, the only thing that makes me think we're probably not. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna get caught up in Carmilla's shit before they can get back to the Belmont estate. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, and I, well, I, I mean, could. I'll, I mean, I'll find out. No, I'm back on the viewing wagon. Okay. This conversation has put me back on it. All right. Um. Because I am looking forward to Hector's big revenge. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to Hector's general turn, just his development, and I'm interested in seeing. Is Isaac a bad guy in the games? Because you told me he's yeah, in them. He, he is? He's the villain. He's the main villain of Curse of Darkness. Okay. And his plan in Curse of Darkness is to use Hector as a vessel to bring back Dracula. Fun. Fun, fun, yeah. fun. Which I could see actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh. Fuck, huh? Yeah. How would that work? Would then Dracula be linked to Isaac through the Forge Master loyalty? Or is Dracula uh, a power enough entity that he could exert his own will? I don't know. It's a good question. That is interesting. Because I feel like Dracula doesn't want to come back. You know, they could pull a, a Gargoyles. Um. Because there was an episode of Gargoyles where Goliath was under a mind control spell by Demona. Mm-hmm. And whoever held this magic book was like, would have to follow the orders. But Demona destroyed the artifact that would have reversed the spell. That wasn't, like, there was two artifacts that were involved. Mm-hmm. Without the other artifact, they could never reverse the spell. So Elisa grabbed the book, and the if whoever holds the book can command him. And then Elisa says, Goliath. I want you to live the rest of your life as if you were not under a spell. Nice. And I'm like, damn, that's good. Yeah, that, that. Gargoyles is good. Yeah, Gargoyles is good. I've seen other stuff do that since then, so. Yeah. We should give Gargoyles the credit for that. Yeah, it's just the thing I always think of. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that episode. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say? I think we said our piece. Um, I don't know. I, I still feel like we haven't talked much about Striga and about the quartet. I mean, there's not much to say about them. They are interesting, but I'm like, there's not enough about them yet. Other than the most, the most we got from was Lenore. Yeah, and that's all tied up in Hector. Yeah. She takes advantage of him sexually mm-hmm. to turn him into a slave. Yep. Manipulates him emotionally and physically. Yeah. Which is why I want big revenge. Big revenge. I want him to fucking 
get her ass. Yeah, I... I big revenge. I, I have a feeling he's going to end up linking up with Alucard before... Before Trevor and Sypha do. It would be interesting for them to have a conversation about Dracula because they both knew him in different contexts. Yes. Very yes. interesting. Very interesting. I'm looking just... I'm also looking forward to see how Isaac's whole say deal kind of coincides with all that. I mean, now that you've told me what his plan in the games was, I'm interesting if they're gonna go that route or just go completely Bigger. original. Yeah, or like yeah, or something else. Yeah. Like if if are they just throwing out the games entirely and just doing whatever the hell they want? Yeah. If so, I'm also looking. I'm, interested. I'm also. I'm also looking forward to seeing what the deal with Jermaine is, because we're going to see him again. Oh, yeah. Uh, His deal in the games is that he's a time traveler. That's the only deal? Okay. Yeah, he's like a mysterious time traveling dude. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, which, that's pretty on point with what we see in season three. Yeah. Except uh, instead of time, it's dimensions. Yeah. Well... Kind Do you have both. any idea what the big walker was? Was that a Metal Gear? <laughs> we did see, also saw a UFO. That's true, we did. Yeah, I feel like that's... I was it. just wondering if they were hinting at Castlevania they, getting uh, into its, um... Uh... Hmm? No, go on. I think they're getting into their um, cosmic horror stuff that they kind of dabble in here and there. Oh, okay. I was wondering if, like, they, uh... They're hinting at a Konami multiverse. That would be wild. Because I, I saw the, the bipedal was, walkers, not, and was I was... not a Metal Gear. That wasn't on a Metal Gear? Okay. Nope. That okay. wasn't a, That was not a Metal Gear. Okay. It was not any Metal Gear. It was not Rex, it was not Ray, and it was not Sahelanthropus. But could it be a... Different type of well, you know that that's just getting too far into speculation at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look any, it doesn't look like any Metal Gear I've seen. Okay, I also I don't know Metal Gear really. Um, mm-hmm. I I played a little bit of Five and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I I start I actually started the first mission on two and I was like I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't really think I have anything else to say. If we don't want to go more on Lenore and them, yeah, there's not much just not much to say. There's not enough there yet. I mean, because Lenore's whole shit is just like tied with Hector and Stri- Striga and Morana haven't gotten to do a whole lot other than like fawn over each other. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Lenore so, you know. is also another literary reference, actually. Oh, to who? Uh, to the ballad Lenore, uh, which is uh, considered a uh, a. Uh, I think it's yeah. It, it's it, it's the character. Okay, here here's a quote from the Wikipedia. Um, mm-hmm. Lenore is generally characterized as being part of the 18th century Gothic ballads. And although the character that returns from its grave in the poem is not considered to be a vampire, the poem has been very influential on vampire literature. Neat. Yeah. Uh, Pretty neat. It was a poem by the German author Gottfried August Berger, 
1773. I learned something today. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, are... If if Striga and Marana also... Yeah. That that's what I'm gonna look up now. Um, closest thing I'm coming up with are there is a type of female demon in Slavic tradition known as a stritska. Yeah, that that's up the bar, right? Yeah, uh, which is similar to a vampire. Well, there you go. Yeah, but it's not. There's no, like, famous, and then Morana. I just went, um, there was a pagan Slavic goddess named Morana. Uh, she was Maratsanya in Polish, Marena in Russian, Mara in Ukrainian, Morana in Czech. Slovene and Serbo-Croatian and Morena in Slovak and Macedonian or Mora in Bulgarian is a pagan Slavic goddess associated with seasonal rites based on the idea of death and rebirth of nature. She's an ancient goddess associated with the winter's death and rebirth and dreams. In ancient Slavic rites, the death of the goddess Maratzanya at the end of winter becomes the rebirth of spring of the goddess Kostroma, Russian, Lada or Vesna, uh, representing the coming of spring. I mean, that makes sense. He's a vampire. Life yeah. Death. Yeah. I'm, I like, I'm like, I like some good theming. Yeah. I love me some Slavic folklore. Alright. You wanna wrap this shit up? Yeah, uh, we're go- so yeah, that's it. That's it for Castlevania. That's it for the show. We just gotta close this out. So we're gonna take one more short break and we get back closing this bitch out. See you then. Now back to the show. Do you see how your patience paid off? And welcome back, everybody, for the last time. This episode to Acme Podcast Incorporated. Uh, this was this was a heated episode. Yeah, a little got a little little heated. Yeah, uh, so heated I took off my shirt at one point because it's Florida and it's hot. And yeah, it's, it's fucking yeah. Arguing will just increase that problem. I don't know why I felt the need to say that. I don't know why either. I overshare. Clearly. I mean, I'm not... I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... So, yeah. Uh, If you want to get in contact with the show, you can reach us at acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. Give me that email. That's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, if you want to reach us on Twitter, you can do that at podcastinc. That's at Podcast Inc. And Kai, where can you reach us on Tumblr? You can find us on Tumblr on uh, acmepodcast.tumblr.com. That's acmepodcast.tumblr.com. 
That's right. Uh, I've just checked the email, and we got a whole lot of nothing. Uh, got anything in the ask box? Oh uh, no, not this week, unfortunately. Alrighty. Uh, well, that's how you can get in contact with the show. But if you wanted to get in contact with us, uh, your only hope of getting in contact with me is through the show. But uh, Kai, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at kaiju underscore emperor k i k a i j u underscore e m p e r o r. You can also find me on Tumblr at kaiju dash emperor, spelled the same way. And those are just retweets, reblogs, and you know various things. But if you want anything like completely original from me, you can go um follow my side blog on Tumblr. That's Kai's Tome k i s t o m e. I usually post homebrew D and D and RPG stuff there. I haven't posted there in a while, but people seem to really like the stuff I have posted there, and I'm hoping to post some more stuff there soon. So I look forward to that. And that's it for me, really. Yeah, you... Um, also... Oh, sorry. Hmm? No, go on. Also, if, if you're listening to us on iTunes or whatever, give us a... give us a, a rating or a review, a review or whatever. It really helps. Yeah, particularly five stars. I mean, obviously... If you don't mm-hmm. think we're doing a five-star job, fuck you. But also, your review should be reflective mm-hmm. of reality. Because that's the only way we'll improve. Exactly. Yeah, but if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, please give us a rating. It really, rate and review. Uh, rate and review really helps us get the show out there. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, uh, actually, I... I haven't brought this up because I didn't feel like it was relevant yet, but uh, our RSS hosting service actually partnered with uh, Podcorn, which is a way to enable us to like pitch ourselves to potential sponsors. Oh, neat. Uh, but we need something to pitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we need it. Yeah, we need reviews. We need reviews. We need a reputation is what it is. And right now, all we've got to say is we've got 107 total downloads from the RSS directly. Um, more than I thought. Yeah, well, that that's also not taking into account uh, iTunes, Spotify, that sort of stuff. That's not count, taking into account streams. I mean, I mean, that's more than I thought we would have. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, well, no, uh, no, not not at this point. Um, I. I it's about where I thought we'd be at this point. After a year of recording, it's around where I thought we'd be. Um, yeah. I mean, more than I thought. More people listen to it than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. yeah. There's really nothing more to say to that. Um, uh, I'm glad people are listening. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's just our friends, like, thank you. Um, yeah, for real. I mean, honestly, even if even if it is just our friends, this podcast is just fun to do. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Even if we get... I don't know about you, but I do enjoy arguing as long as it's not about something that matters. Even if I get a little heated. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm still having fun. Yeah. Um. Mm. Well, no, this, this particular argument was not too fun. I was getting... No, this, no, this debate was not fun. This was no. us just... But both of us were kind of 
getting a yeah. little yeah yeah it was not a it was not a friendly debate we were getting no. a little heated we yeah. got we both we both were showing our stubbornness unfortunately yeah it i'm sorry about that both to no, you no, and I'm, the viewer i'm also sorry to you and the viewers yeah sorry about that folks we will try not to let it happen again on podcast we'll we'll, we'll try our best to keep this more jovial oh, um, yeah we'll, but only only friendly debates around here yeah uh, or, or something that's heated in a comical way. Oh yeah, just yeah, and heated in a comical way. Yeah, because uh, that is possible. Uh, that's just mm. not what happened today. Uh, mm. But yeah, uh, we we we'd appreciate the rates and reviews. And um, while we're on this note, uh, remind me that I had a question specifically for you and related to your plugs. Um, no, uh, I, I had a question regarding that, but while we're on this sort of topic, um, mm. I realize the way we normally do the show, we can't do two shows and do it every week. I realize that now. Um, mm-hmm. But how have you felt the last two weeks doing one show every week? It's been kind of a lot, actually. It has been? Okay. Because uh, I was going to open it up to the fans and say... If you like this, let us mm-hmm. know, because we want to improve the show. Uh, I'm always looking to improve I mean, the show. I think the only thing that would get me to be pushed to do it every week is if we were... Making money. Make, making money. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel that. Uh, that's kind of the page I'm on now, also. Um, considering... I mean, I'm fine with the bi-weekly. The bi-weekly is nice, because it's... I don't know, it just feels a little... Less. It's more relaxed pace. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I'm fine with the biweekly, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking, like, from the perspective of me as a viewer, I hate when podcasts are every other week. Uh, I'm more likely to drop a podcast if it's every other week. Um, yeah, it's just. I mean, I would. I feel you. It's just that a lot of podcasts that I really like are biweekly. You know. Yeah, like my bim bam, like my bim bam. My bim bam's weekly. Is it? I thought it was bi-weekly now. Adve- no, I think, it, I'm thinking of, Adventure I'm Time. Thinking of ta- Taz. Taz. Taz I'm is of, every other week, and I haven't. Taz is bi-weekly. Yeah, I, I haven't. Like Taz. I haven't listened to Taz in months, like since 2019. Uh, I dropped it. It's just yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I listened to it, but yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Like I, I don't know. I um, th- my issues with Taz, it, 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 it's just that's every other week. And also, I haven't really been feeling actual play podcasts as much lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are bi-weekly podcasts that I do enjoy, like Lore. I really like Lore. No. Uh, um. Yeah, Lore is good. And uh, the other stuff from his Strange and Mild. Um unobscured and uh bloody nobles oh uh, yeah i need to listen to that bloody nobles is fun uh i think it's gone onto its season break now though but mm. uh yeah but anyway um let us know us. though anyway uh I'm, I'm still curious uh just to just to hear yeah, feed feedback yeah Fe- feedback's always appreciated that's what you were trying to say i think feedback in general i mean we have gotten feedback 
and we've taken it to heart. Yeah. Like slimming down the the podcast. <laughs> I mean, the podcast is still averaging three hours. <laughs> yeah, but it's not averaging four hours anymore. That's true. That's true. Uh, and we haven't had one yeah. in a while that we've had to split up into two bonus, two additional bonus episodes. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that was I was dying. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. No, um, it's I, I got all of water under the bridge. I I started I I took the gaming stuff too seriously because I saw it as a chance to spin off another mm. podcast and I was like no if we're gonna talk about the gaming stuff we gotta do it right we gotta do it everything can't leave them don't want to leave people coming to us with like I can't believe you didn't talk about that not that we have any real listener interaction but I was thinking about setting a precedent for the future when maybe we have a following that interacts with us yeah um Looking forward to that. Yeah, here's hoping. Yeah, well, but anyway. Yeah, and that's it, uh, us. yeah. Well, actually, uh, let me let me ask my question about your plugs now. Uh, you, you mentioned last oh, right. week you were gonna start maybe working on like a fan fiction or anything. You start working on that at all? Oh, uh, yeah, we're writing. We're in the process of writing it, but we want to have a few chapters written up before we actually start posting it. Got it. Got it. Okay, so keep your eyes peeled for that in the future. Yeah, I'll. I'll mention where you can go read that when it's, you know... Relevant. I'll mostly... I'll probably put it on AO3 or FF, whichever. Okay. Both. So, yeah. uh, That's how you can get in contact with us. Uh, Come back next week, and I do mean next week, uh, for another entry into Spoopy Month, where we'll be joined by repeated guest and good friend of the show, KP. Kuiper Nebula for uh, the Alvin and the Chipmunks Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen them. Yeah, they're they're pretty fun. Honestly, I'm looking forward to your opinion about them. Yeah, because I I've liked Alvin and the Chipmunks a lot. Um, mm. I just never deigned to watch them when they released. I guess I I don't know why. Um, hmm. Yeah, you can look forward to that, folks. So yeah, uh, come back for that. Uh, next week and uh, you know until then don't be a jackass bye
show's over, Dick? I guess. B -b -b -barbarian. <laughs> <laughs>